Did we do well in the playoffs? No, we haven't won any playoff games. Don't choose me. Um, in Ryan and Matt's tenure. Ted medals in football affairs. Fire somebody. Don't choose me. We deserve better. Fun yet? Well, you will tonight on this latest episode of Zero Doinks as Thanksgiving is right around the corner, as the Cornishan has been telling you for weeks. The Bears play the Lions on Thursday. I don't know why you'd want to watch, but it's going to happen live on Nickelodeon, maybe? I don't know. Who cares? Uh, the Bears-Ravens game, we've got to talk about it. That was a disaster. How does anybody have a job still? Nagy, Pace, Phillips, Virginia. Fire yourself, Virginia. What a disaster at Palace Hall. As usual, we'll talk all about it, plus gray balls and much, much more. Boing, 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 boing. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Who's had doinks? Oh my god, we have a podcast for you. If you've never listened before, we follow the greatest sports franchise ever, the Chicago Bears Football Club. I'm Bill Doinks. Who is this handsome man on the other side of the curtain? Who is this tonight, buddy? Hi, my name is Dan. I'm 40 years old, and I'm ready to fuck. Hey, Bill. How you doing, buddy? 
I hate the Bears. I hate them. Oh, I mean, there's really nothing. There's no other way to be right now, Dan. So No. I bet we're having a better evening than Matt Nagy is. I, I probably will. He's the most hated man in Chicago right now. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I, not sorry. I, yeah. Uh, hard to say. It, it, a quick comment before we jump into uh, – Justin Fields is gold. Your chest hair tonight looks unbelievable. I love it. Here, do you want to hear from the chest hair tonight? Yes. <laughs> what do you think? Hubba, hubba. <laughs> I will accept your motorboat. Thank you so much. Fuck you, bears. Fuck you, Bears. We still love you, Justin Fields. See you next segment. Clap my cheeks, Pablo. <laughs> 13 and 4, Super Bowl City. Justin Fields is the man. Do we have a real one? Do we have a real number one? To making the decision to move with Justin as a starter. Let him grow. This is Justin's time. Justin Fields! your comp for Justin Schuyler Fields? Like, who does he remind you of? Ooh, wow, good question. Um, I mean, Jesus Christ is the first person that comes to mind. I was just home, yeah, with, with my dog, Uno, watching film last night. Let him grow. This is Justin's time. Let him grow. Every time I pass, like, a homeless person and I have, you know, cash in my uh, car, I, I, I always give it to him. Please, Jesus, thank you for Justin Fields. Our Lord and Savior is possibly here he is risen he's here he's jesus christ he's jesus christ in uh in football form Grafting so justin fields is gold justin you stirred up some controversy when you got into it with some alabama fans after the game and said i'm going to the nfl y'all have fun marrying your cousins oh justin fields is gold the 2021 rookie of the year <laughs> underdog <laughs> we still love him uh dan was in the house we're going to talk more about that i think in the next segment but um uh breaking news justin fields has bruised ribs that's not really breaking news but the breaking news is that he's probably not going to play on thanksgiving according to ian rapaport uh matt nagy still not sure if they're broken or bruised even though everybody on earth says that they're bruised including justin fields shut up matt nagy um uh, JF1, we love you. Not his best game. Very rookie E. What do you think, Dan? He was bad. Let's just call it what it was. He was he was bad before he got hurt. Um yeah, definitely took a giant step back after a few good games. But, you know, whatever. What are we gonna do? He's hurt. I don't want him to be the 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 two things we wanted to see this year. Improvement from Justin Fields each game, and for him to not get hurt. We failed on both of those, so uh, not great. Not great. Uh, I hope to see him again this year. Yeah, I think we will. It's just not going to be Thursday, apparently. I Would you mind, Dan, if I read a quick quote from Dan Pompey? Nope. I'm surprised the answer is no, but I'm just going to go <laughs> forward no matter what. Dan Pompey, Hall of Fame writer for The Athletic, he says, quote, it should not be glossed over that Fields, the 11th pick in the 2021 draft, was not as effective as Tyler Huntley, 
who was not chosen in 255 picks in the 2020 draft. As Bill Parcells would say, we should put away the anointing oils, unquote. Oils. I, I mean, this this has worked out perfect for me, Bill, because I did actually read Pompeii today, and I read that line, and I intentionally didn't want to say anything to see if you... I knew you would lock into that one specifically. Uh, he's Ugh. gross. He's gross. Gross. Stop talking about making players wet. He talks about <laughs> it all the time, especially Justin Fields. Ugh. Oil me up. Oh, Bill Parcells. Oh, oh, you're the Sybaris too, Bill? Why don't we go upstairs and anoint each other without our pants on? I brought a friend. Guess who it is? It's Doug Peterson. I wrote a book and we 69 in the Sybaris where a Hall of Fame writer gets his oil on. Dan Pompey, gross. Um, <laughs> I don't know what to take from that. Does he say sure. Justin Fields is bad now? Like, what's his point? I didn't understand he, it. Like, he has what no do you, points. What, what do you he want, has no Dan? Points. No, no. And, and the in his and that's what he does after every game, right? He just has bullet points where he just has random thoughts spitting out, and it's he writes he's writes that in about seven minutes tops. So. Yeah, I don't like it at all. Uh, but I, yeah, I don't know what his point is. Are we, are we done with Justin Fields? Can I, I can I make a comment? I know I'll talk about my game day experience, but real one yes. quick comment. Um, there was a woman that was sitting two seats down for me, and maybe I should say this in the next segment, but uh, fuck it, let's do it. Two seats down for me was like her husband. It was a, a husband and wife combo. They were probably in their 60s. Didn't say a word until Andy Dalton came in. They were both very excited for Andy Dalton. This woman, I didn't hear a peep out of her until Dalton threw the uh, touchdown pass, and she kind of was yelling in a way, like an I told you so kind of a way. Are people doing that now? Like, what? They had to have been related to Matt Nagy. That's the only thing I could think of, and he would be a big enough shithead to get him terrible seats next to me. But... It, w- it really rubbed me the wrong way, and it felt like she wasn't the only one sitting around me, and it really surprised me. I felt like people were like, oh, finally, this offense is going to start working with Andy Dalton. Uh, what? Are people done with uh-huh. Justin Fields? Uh, it was weird, and I, I'll i be honest, I initially took it as, as uh, she was racist. She probably is. Okay. that's She kind of had that look, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to judge her. But then I felt like I had to after her undying love for Andy Dalton. She's like, go, Andy. Go, Andy. It was like, oh, where were you the entire first half? Gross. So gross. Have you, um, you might want to go on to Twitter.com and look up at FBI because I know they're still looking at people that have stormed the Capitol. Oh, yeah, good call. Yeah, she probably was on there. It's a great call. I'll do that after we hang up here on the air. the fuck I don't know what that means out of Davenport, Iowa tonight, listen to the fuck WFKU fuck I guess it would be F-U-K sorry, W-F-U-K the fuck coming up next CNC Music Factory on the fuck
<laughs> I love it. It uh, You see, just to close out this segment, doesn't need much more. The um, It seemed to me that Soldier Field did not do a great job uh, with updating fans about Justin Field's status. That seemed clear based on your text. All of a sudden, you were very confused that Andy Dalton was on the field and that the racist next to you was cheering. So yeah. um, is that accurate? That's accurate. Had no idea. And in Soldier Field's defense, I did arrive a bit late after halftime back to my seat. So that one was partially on me. So I'm not sorry. I don't know. But yes, not a lot of updates once you're inside the stadium. And I could go on Twitter. My cell service was dog shit yesterday. But for some reason, I was able to text you. I knew I'd get a quick answer out of you. So thank you for being my live Twitter feed. <laughs> Thank you for being a friend. I don't know the other words to that. Neither do I. Okay. Yeah. All right. This has been Justin Fields' Gold on WFUK FM. Spooge and Sons. All you see is just orange. You, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> boing, 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 boing. Here at WFUK 96.7, the fuck? Dan, you were in Soldier Field in Chicago, Illinois. On the lakefront, it looked windy, it looked breezy, but sunny. Don't know all of the degrees. (laughs) Tell us about your experience um, in watching maybe the worst football game anybody has ever sat through. You know, what the fuck? Just when you think the Bears have hit rock bottom. <laughs> Dan, tell us your thoughts. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I can't keep it together. <laughs> Man, Mason sticks! <laughs> Jesus Christ. <clears throat> okay. Rain it in here. Chicago Bears. Matt Nagy's our coach. Okay, I'm back. Okay. Uh, it was a beautiful day, actually. It turned out to be a great day. It was a little rainy in the morning. Went to went to the game with Beasel. We just did a little little uh, Waldrick, uh, Waldrick, Waldrick, Waldron deck. Uh, just a quick tailgate. Slammed a few beers. Uh, went into the stadium a little early. Found all of the barrels. I think there's more barrels. I think they're oh. multiplying. Yes. I wanted to take a picture for you, but. There were just a lot of people around. It would have looked real creepy if I was just <laughs> snapping pics with, uh, you know, a bunch of dudes, uh, wives just hugging the barrel. Uh, but they're everywhere. They're really up their barrel game, which makes me think that somebody was list. Someone's been listening to this. Someone who works for the Bears or Soldier Field specifically. They're like, get those guys some barrels. Just we need barrels, barrels, barrels. So that was a highlight. Probably the only highlight of the day. Uh, but no, it was. 
I had such low expectations for the game, even with Lamar Jackson out. I mean, I, I'm curious to know if you had completely talked yourself into a Bears win. I know the line moved to plus one. I saw just a little bit before kickoff, but I was no way. Like so, everything that unfolded was. And I I think I told you this via text that it was just it was just funny. Like it was just so pathetic. We're just a team that. Do we have anybody that gets embarrassed? I don't I don't think there's anybody in Hallis Hall that's like embarrassed by being the fucking laughing stock of the league. I mean, we've been punked so many times this year by the refs, by Aaron Rodgers, by Tom Brady, uh the Browns. I mean, we're just a fucking joke. The national media shits all over us and nobody seems that upset. I mean, I think finally Robert Quinn is finally the only one who's like this is bullshit. Jalen Johnson, I guess, is sort of throwing shots at Nagy as well, but it just seems like nobody cares, and except for the fans and the media, and it's it's really it's really disappointing. So, it, it, in conclusion, I was upset, but I found it to be more funny. Like it, nothing, it didn't surprise me. I guess is is where it was a shocker when Dalton scored, had through that long touchdown. But us burning those timeouts just unnecessarily, you knew it was going to come and bite us, bite us in the ass, and it did, and it did. So, I, I, I've said it, we've been saying it for weeks. I'm dead inside, so you, they can't hurt me that much anymore. So, that's it. Fuck the Bears. Yeah, I had very little reaction the entire game except when Fields went out. I got angry, and. Um, I laughed audibly multiple times in the fourth quarter because Kristen Doinks, the only reason I even know this, I startled Kristen Doinks, who was not <laughs> watching the game, but was in the same room as me. And she's like, what, like what's going on sort of thing? And it was, it, it was, it was kind of funny to me. Like I, I was not excited with Dalton's two touchdown passes because they were so fluky. Like they were right. funny. Those were also funny to me. Funny. Like, just stupid the whole thing was stupid no I did not legitimately talk myself into a Bears win before the game I did have a Bears money line as part of a a giant uh, same game parlay just because the value (laughs) was awesome yeah Yeah, but and I I caught it before uh, Jackson was out so it was a big number that I got a little excited about when the line started shrinking but um, no that that is totally the game that the Bears lose that you shouldn't lose that's the the uh who was the tall Denver quarterback back in the day that we Osweiler. lost to after a bye? Yeah, that was Osweiler. the Osweiler loss where he's, you know, like a last-second starter. That yeah. It's perfect. That is so Bears. And, yet yeah, that quarterback, I can't even remember his name, <laughs> didn't look that bad. Huntley, but still, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, he wasn't good either. Don't get me wrong. But absolutely pathetic. 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 Matt Nagy, how does he still have a job today? Embarrassing. How does Ryan Pace have a job today? Uh, Ted Phillips, hopefully we get that figured out in the off season. You just fucking <laughs> resign. No, nobody gets embarrassed up there. No, no. I think they're, I think they're in, in denial. We are, we're either the jets or the giants. Take your pick. Like that's who we have been for a long period of time. And I don't think anybody in Hellas all would agree with that comment, but it, I think it's true. It's like, true. The, old, yeah. it, the lions are, are like protecting I think the McCaskies from facing the truth, basically. Right. Like they're so bad that it makes us look 
not it shouldn't make us look good, but it makes us look better than we actually are. Well, I mean, the Lions at least I think they know who they are, right? If you talk if you talk to an actual Lions fan, like they know who they are. They're just like this is this is we're just a shit organization and we just know like we as Bears fans and the McCaskies, I think we we all have trouble looking ourselves in the mirror and understanding that we're the Jets or the Giants or we're closer to the Lions than we are the fucking Patriots or the Ravens. So, you know, and that's why we continue to have such a poorly run organization is because the people at the top can't look at the big picture and, and understand I'm really bad at this. I'm really bad at knowing how football teams are run and they refuse to tap into people who know what they're doing. They just keep running the same shit out there and think Ted Phillips is a good businessman so he knows how to run a football team. And they keep hiring terrible people. They get outside help, whatever it is. I mean, this is maybe a discussion for another time, but this prideful thing of not firing a coach in the middle of the season is just it doesn't make any sense. I mean, you're going to do more harm than good at this point. I know, you know, if you don't fire the coach, we're not going to the Super Bowl. Like, we're not that naive, right? It's not going to get better, but it 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 could get a lot worse with Matt Nagy. It's it's oh the culture, the culture. It's you know, people are leaking out. Players are leaking out now that they want him fired. Supposedly, it's Allen Robinson, right? Which would be perfect if he was. Mm-hmm. I mean, but stuff getting out like that, like your culture's done. Like all the things you were hanging on to as uh, with Ted Phillips, Ryan Pace, and McCaskey, like, oh, we have a good culture. We're the envy of the NFL with how awesome our culture is. That's dead. You have nothing to hang on to now. Nothing. So there's no positives here. We're we're staring at an old-ass defense with bloated contracts. We have no draft picks. We have... We have maybe a franchise quarterback. We have a, off, a, a terrible offensive line. We're missing a lot of skill guys. So w- where's the upside? There, there's. It's hard to find any. And so if just by saying let's just ride this out for the rest of the year is just fucking stupid. And if you, the McCaskies think they're smart business people, that's not how you run a business. So fuck it all. Burn it all to the ground and do it as soon as possible. Yes, burn it all to the ground. Yeah, there's no reason to run this thing back with Nagy any longer. You're right. Like, you're not going to hurt anything by firing him. You're probably going to help things. You're going to get a head start in with what you need to get done next year. And then there's no reason to run back Ryan Pace either with, with what you just described. You get bloated contracts left and right. You're the oldest team in the NFL, uh, which would suggest that you're going for it, right? I would expect the Rams to be the oldest yeah. team in the NFL. Right. That's how it right? should be. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that that would make sense. No, we, we're in between a rebuild and a last gasp, but a last gasp to what? Like, we've, we were 12 and 4, what feels like 100 years ago. Uh, when that little fucker double doinked and broke all of our hearts, and it's been downhill ever since. And we got that miracle seventh seed wild card appearance last year, and we finish in the bottom four or five in offense every fucking year. And defense is trending the wrong way, like like you suggested too. So, yeah, the, you might as well blow this thing all the way up. Hopefully, you got your quarterback. Hopefully, you get somebody smart. Um, in the building, a big thing today, I don't know if you heard any sports radio, but 
a lot of people were suggesting not that you necessarily need this person to make personnel decisions, but you need a football guy in the ear of some football executive. It wasn't totally clear to me, but it was like like Chris Spielman was an example I heard thrown around with Detroit. It's like, let's not model ourselves again uh, with Detroit. And first of all, like David Ha was talking a lot about that, just like rubbing down Chris Spielman. But in principle, like somebody that ownership can go to and, and rely on, I don't know. I'm kind of torn. Like I get it, but that's that's very meatball-y too. It's like, are you going to hire Olin Krutz and lean on his football experience because he took a shower at Hallis Hall every day? And you know what I mean? Like, what makes that person know anything about running a football franchise? I guess I'm I'm in between. I get the principle of getting a football person involved somehow. That the, Everybody that they named, though, were all, like, losing teams. I think they named the Giants had a guy like that, Lions had a guy like that, and somebody else. So... I don't know. Where, where do you stand? You're you're an old football player. You used to play the, on the football field for the Gophers, Dan. Where do you stand there, buddy? Yeah, there was some talk about that today, and like uh, I think uh, Kaplan and Hood show as well. The you know the suggestion, and this was not what they were saying, but people saying just kick Ryan Pace upstairs and have him hire a GM, what? which is it's two parts. Like the first part, you're saying get another football person in the building. I, I guess that can't hurt if you have somebody who's at least we, we Ted Phillips shouldn't be involved with hiring football people no, at all. Fired. Period. Fired. Fired. Resigned. Fired. Or, Get or him out of the gonna, building. I don't even care. Like do you know what the Bulls did with John Paxson and tuck him in the back and we'll never hear his name again. We'll never see his fat face uh, anywhere. So like that dude for from the Cubs, right? That would be the example. The uh, Crane Kenny. Crane Kenny. Just he's a business him, guy. He's a business yeah. operations. Keep Marketing him away shit. from the team. Exactly. Yeah. If you okay. want to do that, fine. I don't trust him to figure that shit out either. But if the McCaskies love him that much, have him handle business stuff. He should not be hi- hiring football people. They really should. The, the the family should be hiring. The board should be hiring a GM for or a football operations guy. Yes. That's Makes one sense. part. I agree with that. Okay. Ryan Pace getting promoted to a certain extent. Where is the proof in that? Like, what what has he done to prove that he's even worthy of sticking around any NFL team outside of being a fucking scout at this point? If people keep talking about how good he is in late-round picks. Just show me who that is. I mean, we it's not like he's drafted any Hall of Famers here. Roquan is looking like he might be on the trajectory. Otherwise, he's he's a dog shit record. And you know what good GMs do? They don't blow it in the first few rounds. They also don't continually give up first round picks. So he got real lucky falling into Justin Fields. Like that was a he sold his soul to the devil to get Justin Fields this past year. But now we're a dog shit team that's well, – I think the Giants be picking sixth right now with our pick. Mm-hmm. So we have nothing to show for it. And this motherfucker, Ryan Pace, if you are so good at late-round draft picks and finding value, why are you trading a six-round pick for a kick returner this year? Once again, look in the mirror and understand who you are what your team is a fucking kick returner is not going to change anything so if you're the self-proclaimed i mean i don't know if he says that he's real good late round picks but 
Everyone else does it for him. If he's so good, why is he giving away those picks too? So I'm I, I'm stunned that people even suggest that Ryan Pace stick around. What? Why do we have to settle? Why do we have to settle for him? Give him another chance. There's there's no reason for it. He's not proven to be worthy of getting time after time getting a new chance he, oh sorry well oh sorry i fucked that up i fucked the quarterback up oh oh i hired the wrong coach oh oh sorry I, I messed this up i'm giving terrible contracts to veterans oh i'm so sorry why does he keep why do people want to keep giving him breaks because he has a great head, head of hair i i mean his hair is amazing I, i'm not going to deny that he seems like a lovely guy but he's also chicken shit. He doesn't seem to want to talk for what what he's doing except for preseason and maybe one postseason thing. So he hired the coaches. The coaches have failed. He's terrible at drafting. He's got us into a horrible spot. He's backed us into a horrible corner here. So why promote him? Why keep him in the building? This is the problem we had with John Paxson for years. So if the, the Bears want to go that path, kick him to the fucking mailroom. Let him dick around for a while, but we he doesn't need to be anywhere near the actual sport itself. No. And I, I think his late round prowess is completely overrated too, because you gotta take the bad with the good also. Like those that would say, Yeah, he got Amos in the fifth in his first draft, who you chose Eddie to sign Eddie Jackson instead of Adrian Amos. Let's, right. let's point that out also. Uh you had Jordan Howard the following year. In the fifth, congratulations. You also let him go for a, a bag of penises. So that's also <laughs> on your record, and which is fine. I mean, that's, I'm not saying that Jordan Howard should still be in our backfield. Right. Don't, don't get me wrong. But two guys who completely fucked up yesterday, late-round picks, Duke Shelley and K- Kendall Vildor. Like those, yeah. are two, those are also two of your guys who should not be on the field whatsoever. They shouldn't even be on your fucking roster. At this point, right. and those are two guys that you have to start because you fucked up in so many other categories. So that you, you got to wear that also. Like, congratulations on finding Eddie Jackson in the fourth four years ago. Congrats. What is he today? I he's nothing. He's terrible. He's, he's average. We're stuck at best. with him. And right. We're stuck with him because he's, he's now we're stuck with a bad contract. Right. Because and of, Tariq because Cohen, of same draft. You got Tariq Cohen the fourth. Congratulations. The last time he played was I, I'm pretty sure was when Hamilton, um, Alexander <laughs> Hamilton was actually alive, right? And everybody was ripping all those clothes off each other. And <laughs> that's an old reference Dan and I uh, like to talk about. Um, when I think of Ryan Pace, I think of Anthony Miller also in the second yeah. round, right? You, you traded a million picks to up. trade up in the, in the second round for a guy like that. He got Ridley Ridley in the fourth round two years ago. Most... The point is, he's been around since 2015, Ryan Pace, and most of the guys he's drafted are no longer on the team. Right. That That's that's a bit of a problem, right? That's not a long time to be churning through draft picks. And you better bet like 80%. That doesn't make any sense. Bet 800 <laughs> when, when you've been trading that many right. draft picks. And you better be betting damn near 1,000 in those first rounders that you that you do have. And he's got Kevin White, Leonard Floyd, and Mitch, you know, as as three of his of his all stars in the seven years he's been here. So, do better, Bears fans. Set your sights higher. That's all. Yeah, why, that's, we, that's my whole point. Yeah, yeah. Bears fans just want to settle and just 
think it'll never get better and just just roll with it just make excuses for the shitty people in place we we're we live in fucking chicago they're a charter franchise we deserve better and we shouldn't we shouldn't have no reason to expect otherwise we don't get that and it's 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 unfair but we shouldn't have to settle for it and just take it up the ass constantly from the fucking mccaskey family so Tariq cohen uh longest knee injury in history yeah seriously i mean adrian wasn't adrian peterson back in like eight months from his acl tear yes did Tariq cohen like lose a leg what what is going on with it not that it matters but i think Tiger Woods is back faster with his leg injuries than Tariq Cohen, isn't he? <laughs> it's weird. Both of those things happen around the same time. I know. It's um, it's really weird. It's super weird at this point. He had to have had multiple operations, and you'll never hear it from Matt Nagy because you got to keep all those things so secret. A competitive advantage. You know, you'd, you'd hate for the Detroit Lions on Thanksgiving week to know what happened to Tariq Cohen. You know, you oh, yeah. Thank you can't God. let anybody in. On, right. on that secret so and, and, and doing yeah. the whole move again matt Nagy asking the question if justin fields is healthy is he the starter on thursday and Nagy refuses to answer that question Ugh. he's such a i i don't know i feel like i had a moment today where i felt kind of bad for him like he's just got to be he's just got to be so depressed at this point because everyone's shitting on him um you know the chance the fire Nagy chance where were pretty audible in the stadium okay. yesterday I was gonna ask you and about it was the, yeah it was great to you know but I, I had that moment where I was like man that would really suck for all of this full stadium of your fans telling you they want you to lose your job like that would be really hard and I can mm-hmm. sympathize with them on that so I think the McCaskies would do him a favor at this point and let him go like I'm sure he doesn't want to deal with this shit anymore he just seems like a broken, lost man, and I hate his guts so much. But there's also part of me that feels a little bad for him, and I can't help it. Yeah. Uh, but he sucks. He sucks, and he's terrible. Um, and I don't. And he's fucked. And this is on him. But I don't know. Am I being a you, pussy? Am I being no, a pussy no, no, by saying no, that? You're, you're being you're being a, a, a nice human being because Matt Nagy does not seem like a bad guy. Like that's right. that's that's part of it. Like if he was a complete just if asshole, he was an like, asshole. Yeah, Bingo. like John Fox kind of came across that way. It was like there was no sympathy there. So three home games left <laughs> for Matt Nagy. I mean, that's depressing for him. I'm sure as much as it is for Bears fans, like you were indicating. The one of which is on Monday Night Football against the oh. Vikings. Can you imagine if things continue to go this way and we lose to Kirk Cousins in a night game on national TV? How that crowd's going to be? Oh, that's it's oh, going to be bad. Put him out of his misery before that game because the, the game before is Sunday Night Football against the Packers. So, well, fire him I after think, the Packers game. I think I think fans are going to stop showing up. I think we're at that point that's now. Fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were quite a few Ravens fans there yesterday, uh, and right at kickoff, there was it, it seemed pretty low key. I thought the tailgate seemed a little thin. The um, there were definitely empty seats, not not super noticeable, but I think we're at that point, Bill, where people are are gonna just say, you know what, fuck these guys. I'm, if it's especially if it starts to get real cold out, it's over. Like no chance that monday night like that sounds 
I'm thinking about myself rolling down a soldier field on Monday night. That sounds awful right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that does. terrible. That does. Oh. Don't do it. Flip them for <laughs> pennies on the dollar, Dan. Just do it. Save you and Beasel. A uh, couple quick items before we get to um, the game everybody's dying to hear about and think about Bears Lions. Um, uh, okay, Dan Pompey, one more quick item that I'm sure you saw in his article. This, I'm sure, stood out to you as it did me. He said, quote, Cole Komet is a very similar player to Mark Andrews. Why can't the Bears use Komet the way the Ravens use Andrews? Unquote. Mark Andrews is a top three tight end in the NFL. Mm -hmm. On a a team that doesn't pass very often. (laughs) Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about, Dan Pompey? Am I crazy, Dan, to be like... To have my head explode when I read that? Uh, it, it also caught my eye. It's so far from reality. Um, I, I guess I don't know. I mean, Cole Komet should be way better than he is. Mark Andrews made some nice catches yesterday, some poorly thrown yeah. balls that he reined in that I, I can't see Cole Komet doing that right now. So to yeah. make that comparison is is a bit – it's a bit of a stretch. Yeah, this isn't even anything necessarily against Komet. Like, he's, I think he's going to be fine. I don't think he's ever going to be a top three to five tight end in the NFL. I'm, I, I'd, I'd love to be wrong. God, I'd love to be wrong. But come on, man. Like, you're not doing Cole Komet any, any favors by, by saying that at all. Every time Cole Komet catches a ball, I assume he's going to fumble or drop it. Like, there's just <laughs> something weird about the way he catches. I don't know if he's like yeah. too. Like he's almost too big right now. Like he, like <laughs> he just doesn't seem. He's like all power, little finesse. I like him. I'm rooting for him. I hope Cole Komet makes multiple Pro Bowls. But man, yeah, take a cold a shower, Dan Pompey. You, you got you got Bill Parcells next door in the Sybaris waiting for you to <laughs> knock on his door. Take a breather. I can it, real, real quick. Do you think if we were? Um, what are we now? Three and seven. We were three and six going into the game yesterday. Do you think if we were the six and three Bears that Lamar Jackson would have played yesterday? <laughs> I don't know. It, it's the weirdest, like the weirdest illness ever. He came back Friday and he was fine, yeah. and it's not COVID, and all of a sudden he's not fine. Like he got sick again. I'm so confused. I, it just seems to me that if he was like probably a true fifty-fifty if that they didn't declare him out until like an hour before the game or whatever it was. I just, it's just more embarrassing that the Ravens are like, yeah, it's the fucking bears. We can roll out an undrafted. uh, He's not a rookie, I guess. Second year quarterback against this shit team. We'll be fine. And there's like Lamar, just take the day off. Like that's what going back to what I said. Nobody seems embarrassed on the bears that, just totally disrespecting us, even Vegas, not even flipping us to a favorite at home with an unproven right. quarterback. Right. And the and I, I guess I didn't even I didn't realize just how shaky the Ravens defense is. They're not even that good. So I honestly that was my first thought when he was fifty fifty. They're just like, you know what, man, this is a very winnable game with or without you, so why don't you just take the day off? And yeah. it pisses me off even more. 
that's what that's that's a um, an organizational decision when you're playing like the Jaguars or the exactly. Jets, right? Yeah. It is. It's the same fucking Fuck. thing. That's 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 where we're at. That's where we're at. Um, but we should definitely let Ryan Pace choose his third coach. I think Absolutely, that'd be, brilliant. That'd be brilliant. the culture, the culture, Bill. Speaking of culture, at Zero Doinks, we have a great culture, and what we give out is the Cornish Hen Player of the Week after each game, as voted on by our fans and eggs, who we love. Dan, there was a lot of votes for the Ginger Rocket. <laughs> That's not his nickname. <laughs> Uh, a lot of votes for Roquan. Um, at least one vote for Virginia McCaskey as well, who was shown on camera. You might have missed it. Yeah. Dan, which way would you go out of those three, or would you go your own way? Wait, did uh, Virginia, Dalton, or Roquan? Is that what you yes. said? Yes. I, uh, I would have to say Robert Quinn would get it because he was pretty good. And he also seems to be the only one pissed off. He seems to share in the the feelings of Bears fans, and he just did he. This is bullshit that people aren't doing their job and holding their own. So, uh, I I would go with Robert Quinn just because that guy's turned it around this year, and I'm I'm happy. Maybe we could give Pace credit for that. Like maybe that was a better signing than we we shit on him pretty hardcore last year for that, and okay. he was. Obviously banged up, but can I do that? Can I give it to Robert Quinn? You can. You did. You used your veto power for maybe the first time all year. Thank you, because we're so close to Thanksgiving, Dan. Don't shoot me. Congratulations, Robert. Oh, you've been doing yoga. You're very flexible. Thank you for being pissed off, but not too pissed off to stuff me with rice. Don't shoot me with a Cornish hen. Rice. Rice goes in a Cornish hen. Is that a new thing? Anything does if you've had enough beers, Dan. (laughs) All right. Well, congrats, Robert Quinn. Sorry for your near death, Cornish hen. Yes. He survived. Congratulations to the Cornish hen for surviving, as far as we know. Um, It's Lions Week, speaking of ovens and turkeys and poultry of all sorts. Dan, do you have a preview for Bears Lions? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I do actually. Okay. All right, let's just run through it quickly. Uh Bears and Lions have played 18 times on Thanksgiving. Bears are 10 and 8 all time in those 18 games. Lions are as a team, uh, excuse me. <laughs> the Detroit Lions are 37, 42 and 2 all-time on Thanksgiving. So a losing record there. That's not surprising <laughs> at all. Uh, all right, so we are uh, we don't need to do a Lions preview. I've done that before. So uh, I'm going to uh, – I found some weird Thanksgiving facts brought to you by a website that I found. Uh, <laughs> someone called Fred Beans. Uh, <laughs> it's apparently a car dealership in Philly. I don't know why they're giving weird Thanksgiving facts. I don't even know if they're true, but we're just going to rattle off a few here. Are you ready, Bill? I am ready. Let's do it. All right, let's do it. First one here. The first Thanksgiving had 150 men and five women. Talk about an absolute sausage fest there. Boy, yo, 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 y
I don't even want to know what happened at that Thanksgiving dinner. It's just smelly wool clothes. Oh, the B.O. had to have been out of control. Oh, my God. Smelled like an actual turkey. (laughs) Those things stink. The shoes with the buckles, do the buckles serve a purpose? Did they ever serve a purpose other than being decorative? Were they like, did they tighten your shoes? What were the buckles for? That's a that's a really good question. I assume that you would you'd molten them down for money if you were real desperate. I, that can't be the right verb. I that that sounds right. That sounds right. All right, we'll move on. Uh, speaking of smelly dudes and wool clothes, Ben Franklin wanted the national bird to be the turkey. Did you know that, Bill? No, nope. America's national bird. He thought the eagle had bad moral character. And the turkey was more significant for American history and pilgrims. That would be awesome if our national bird was a turkey. Yeah. That's like the McCaskies family crest should have a fucking turkey on it. You stupid fucking gobble gobbly gooks. Is that what you say? I don't know what that means. Hard to say. All right. Uh, There are three U.S. towns named uh, that have Thanksgiving theme names. Uh, there's Turkey, Texas. Okay. Oh, wait. Yeah. Oh, wait. Sorry. There are three U.S. towns uh, <laughs> named Turkey. Turkey, Texas. Turkey, okay. Kentucky. And Turkey, North Carolina. Other Thanksgiving-themed towns in the U.S. Pilgrim, Michigan. You ever been there? Nope. Uh, there's Cranberry, Pennsylvania. Creepy. Gross. Are you a cranberry guy? Oh, hate it. Disgusting. Disgusting. Who eats that? I'm not sure I've ever seen. I, I it's always been at Thanksgiving. Not sure I've seen anyone actually eat it. I think that was. Um, I think that's what pilgrims used as deodorant. <laughs> Lubricant. <laughs> Gross. Put that in my buckle, baby. <laughs> All right, one more town. This one is my personal favorite. That was uh, listed by Fred Beans, car dealership in <laughs> Philly. Come on down and, and buy a Chevy Tahoe. And make sure you mention 97.7 WFUK the fuck. It'll give you a free test drive and a blowjob. All right. My favorite town here. You ready, Bill? <laughs> yum, yum. Yep. Here, here it is. Yum, yum, Tennessee. Could you imagine being from a town called Yum Yum? No, I can't. How great is that? That's yum so yum. great. I do like a Yum Yum sauce. So to speak. <laughs> what is that? It's, is that real? Yeah, I think it is. At least that's what they. At least that's what they call it at the local <laughs> Asian restaurant that I order from. There's there's Yum Yum sauce. Wait a minute. So you ca- you call in and you say, "Can I get some extra yum yum sauce?" No, I don't call anybody. I use my phone. But um, yeah, you can order yum yum sauce on the side. <laughs> that sounds horrible. Come on down to Frank and flick my beans for a WFUK sponsored for Chevy Tahoe. What? I don't yeah. even know. I'm not even speaking English. All right, I got one more Thanksgiving Day fact okay. for you. Sounds good. And then we'll then we'll move on. This is getting weird. Americans eat the weight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Americans eat the weight of Singapore in Turkey every Thanksgiving, according to a study done by the National Turkey Association. Yeah, there's a National Turkey Association, Bell. I hope they're based in Yum Yum, Tennessee. Uh, in 2007, on Thanksgiving, Americans ate 690 pounds of turkey. That is equal to the weight of the entire population of Singapore. Who at the NTA thought of those things? Right. Like, let's figure out how much turkey and poundage that Americans eat, Mm -hmm. and let's take a population from Mm -hmm. a foreign city. Mm -hmm. Singapore is a city, right? Or is it a country? Oh, it's a country. Okay, fuck. It's okay. It's no yum-yum Tennessee. But who thought, let's take, like, the average weight of a citizen there. Mm-hmm. Jam them all together. If we put them on a big scale, what's more? Count them up, Jerry, intern for the NTA. Mm-hmm. That's weird. That's a weird fact. It is a weird fact. I, But I want to work for the National Turkey Association now in some capacity. That's... Uh- I got to look headquartered up. out of. Right? I'm looking it up, buddy. Just keep talking. I, what would I do there? I would. I think Dan would be a. Uh, Dan would be an ombudsman. I think he'd be a. a cla- Dan's your classic ombudsman. So. It. Uh, well, I'm seeing Turkey Federation, mm. not association. Uh, they're based in D.C., Washington D.C. <laughs> They're representing the turkey industry, its allies, and affiliates. Okay. <laughs> oh, they're in charge of uh, getting the turkeys that the president pardons every year. That's a oh. weird move, too. You know someone eats the fuck out of that turkey oh, after they yeah. pardon. They're like, oh, congrats, and then, boom, you're murdered. Yeah. Delicious. Yep, absolutely. Uh, not a big turkey guy, though, as I think we yep. established in yep. the past Thanksgiving episodes. You... I think you're lukewarm on it, or no? Do I have you all wrong? Uh, I like turkey. Okay. I'm a turkey guy, especially with gravy. Hit me with some some gravy. Uh, no, I'm a turkey guy. Dark meat. I'm a dark meat turkey guy. Mm-hmm. Mashed potatoes? Are you out on mashed potatoes as well? I like pretty much all things potato, but mashed is relatively low on the rankings. Maybe maybe my problem is I haven't gone dark meat, I don't think, yeah. in the turkey category. It's, That's... It's be- that's where the juice is. It is, yeah. <laughs> the juice is loose. <laughs> stuffing? How about stuffing? You're, you're oh, huge thick. stuffing guy. Oh, love, you're a stuffing guy. Love stuffing. All I, that's right. all, I could eat stuffing and bread and drink some vino or beer, and I'm good. That that would be an ideal, you know, turkey day for me. Why is there no stuffing any other day of the year? Great question. It should always be around. Yeah, it's great. I'd eat. I'd eat like a hot dog and a side of stuffing at Wrigley in the middle of the summer. Mm-hmm. Why can't we do that? Uh, I don't know. Let's call up your turkey association in D.C. and see if they can help. Would you put yum yum sauce on stuffing and or turkey? I wouldn't put it on it, but I'd use it as a dip. Be, <laughs> be honest with me yeah. right now, Bill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, Tim. When you're, when the lights are off in the bedroom, mm-hmm. and you're nearing completion, 
at any point do you ever say, here comes the yum yum sauce. <laughs> oh, God, I just hurt myself. <laughs> so anyway, that's my Lions Thanksgiving Day preview, Bill. Uh, I think we covered a lot of ground there. I don't know if we want to talk about the other NFC North teams this weekend outside of the bears and lions do you want to do that or you got more stuff for me bill no i got i got nothing for you but i I can't wait for america to see tim boyle versus andy dalton i mean i think that is what everybody's been waiting for that's perfect this is the worst possible thanksgiving game to waste everybody's time right isn't it it's perfect it it should be it's at 11 30 they might as well play it at 6 a.m like, let's just pretend it's a EPL game in London, but it's actually in Detroit. Nobody cares. Maybe I'll wake up and see the second half laying in bed. Like, I don't even want to watch it. It's going to be bad football. Yeah, I think I'm going to be traveling during the game, and I've never been more excited to miss a game <laughs> of a team that I love. I'm usually paranoid about missing it and like, oh, no spoilers. I, I just want this one to be over. Just kill me. Light me on fire and feed me to a pilgrim. You know, it's funny you mentioned that now watching. I had uh, I had a cousin of mine who I saw this weekend who said, hey, I turned on Zero Doinks recently. And I was like, oh, which one did you listen to? He goes, uh, it was the one where you didn't watch the game. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh, I was like, yeah, that was actually a good one for me because I didn't <laughs> have to suffer through the entire game. <laughs> so, That's so great. That Coach Q hey. still still alludes to that episode <laughs> as one of his favorite versions of you. Yeah, like, thank just, you. It's fantastic. Thanks Maybe we for should listening. Just, should we just make that a theme? Like we just it, 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 like as long as Justin Fields isn't playing, why would we even watch at this yeah. point? Seriously. So, like, are you saying one of us picks a game every year that we won't watch, and then the other one just explains the game to to I mean, that would would be interesting. Uh, But, no, I'm thinking, like, at least for me, maybe starting, assuming I can't watch any of the Thanksgiving game live, maybe I just won't watch it at all, and then maybe I just won't watch again. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Until JF one's back. I want to watch Fields. All but right. honestly, All there's right. no there's no Bears fans, don't watch the game on Thursday is what I'm saying. <laughs> Why? Why would you do that to yourself? Honestly. There's no fields. Like we know Roquan's gonna be awesome. But yeah. like who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Yeah. We who suck. Cares? We don't have a first rounder, so it's not like you can root against them to get a, a better draft pick. Like I don't understand why anybody would watch this game on Thursday. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> it's been a hot take from Bill. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Well, oh well. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, excuse me. Um, I'm definitely going to find a way to watch it now. I yeah, know I you am. Will. I just know, I know. myself. You yeah. can't quit. Yeah, we uh-uh. can't quit this team. I can't. Uh, let's just NFC North teams. Vikings oh, yeah. are at the 49ers. Uh, sun, both Sunday afternoon games for the other two teams. Vikings are plus three and a half on the road at San Fran. Rams at Green Bay. Green Bay is a slight favorite, minus one and a half. 325 game for both of those motherfuckers. Yes, and Kirk Cousins lit the Packers' asses up this past Sunday. That, I, I, I have so much joy about that. So much schadenfreude. Nice. Yeah, how's our buddy uh, too much time uh, 
Dustin, how's he doing? Oh, he was a little chirpy on Twitter about it, oh, which good is great. For him. He's mm-hmm. he's earned it. I, yeah, I, he definitely yeah, I deserves a little a little time in the in the spotlight. So love Congratulations, it. Congratulations, Dustin, on your big W. Uh, Vikings are in absolute purgatory. Just I just want to remind you that. <laughs> um, okay, Bears fantasy corners next. Dan, thank you for walking us through Plymouth. Plymouth. Rock? Isn't that where uh, the Pilgrims landed? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think you nailed that. Thanks, buddy. You gave us all the research that we can use at our Thanksgiving tables. A lot of trivia, guys. A lot of trivia. Lot Thanks of... to Dan Doinks. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, thank you. Give me that yum yum sauce, Pablo. Maggie, why do you punish me? (laughs) Do you have a bear that you fantasize about every Sunday? So do we. It's Bear's Fantasy Corner. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Hi, it's Bears Fantasy Corner here on WFUK, sponsored by Fred Beans Car Dealership. Come drive a Chevy Tahoe and give John Lithgow a hand job. All right, Bears Fantasy Corner. Bill, we somehow had a, an exciting week ish. Uh, I had Jimmy Graham thinking that was going to do it for me because you had Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton actually played. Dalton had 19 fantasy points. <laughs> Lucky fuck. Jimmy Graham had three fantasy points. I couldn't even tell you why he had three fantasy points. But uh, anyway, you're 6-3-1 and one on the year. Is that right? Ten games. Yep, we're good. Uh, any thoughts on any of that, William? I just found it interesting that Jimmy Graham didn't play at all when Fields was the quarterback and I then know. immediately was in the lineup when <laughs> Dalton was in. What's I don't is there know. a correlation there? It's confusing. Very confusing. Um why don't why don't you let me go first this week? Uh, Do it. I why don't you uh it seems like we might be a little uh, allergic to uh running the ball consistently unless it's got a fucking wildcat. Uh I like that we just didn't really – we just sort of breezed over the terrible play call. I mean, you if you listen to this podcast, yeah. you're listening to it all. You're watching it all. We yeah. we don't need to rehash all that shit. It's all terrible. Uh, just anytime anyone's running Wildcat, just absolutely kick me right in the nuts and just send me to hell because that shit's so stupid. Uh, with that said, I'm going to go ahead and take Khalil Herbert. I think he's going to have an awesome day out of the Wildcat. Probably will throw for a touchdown pass. Uh, they're going to get both guys in the mix. Khalil Herbert, extra toe. Happy Thanksgiving. Don't choose to me. Yum, yum sauce. Who do you like, Bill? That's a fantastic pick. I love it. Uh, I'm going to take a guy that rarely gets his due. And uh, most of, or most recently, I should say, was this past Sunday when he was inactive. I cannot think of a reason that he would be inactive this upcoming Thursday. He's got... Great hands, probably loves turkey, 
He's got great hair, I noticed on the sideline. Never seen him without a helmet. His name, Jesper Horstad, and he is my click-to-pick, an absolute can't-miss. Put all of your monies on your daily fantasy and same-game parlay. Please don't. Disclaimer, please don't. Um, Jesper Horstad is my pick-to-click Thanksgiving. Gobble, gobble. You're so lucky with these picks. He's going to have – this is going to be like a Jesper Horstead breakout game. He's going to have like seven touchdowns. Uh, so I could see that. That's great. All right. Well, we'll see what happens this week. I'm, I'm, I'm falling way behind here. I don't know that I can recover, but who gives a fuck? You know, you don't come here for real fantasy advice, right? If you do, eh, maybe reassess your life. Okay. <laughs> Top performers this week presented by John Lithgow's star in Hollywood. It's fuzzy. We don't know why. I think it's pubes. It could be Sasquatch fur. We're not sure. John Lithgow, thank you for still being alive. We love you. Third Rock from the Sun. Did you watch that show? No, no. I, I never watched one minute of it. You? I don't think so. Uh, I don't like laugh track shows. Is that what, we, yeah. what do we call it? Sitcoms? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nah. Those, the laugh, the fake laugh, it bothers me. I was, most of the time I agree with you, but I was a huge Elf guy. Like Were you? the same genre. Oh my God, oh. I loved Elf. Loved him. Talk about fuzzy. Yeah, a lot of problems with Alf. That that you can't find that anywhere now, right? That old man, uh, he was in the Sandusky Hall of Fame, right? Oh, his dad, the bald, the baldish guy with the glasses. Yeah, I remember seeing something about that. Not a surprise. I I <laughs> I feel like you just wanted a brush mat. I remember seeing something about that, but oh, that show was so great. But that elf, oh, he ate so many cats. No, I can't imagine. Willie, right? Willie was the guy that Maybe. I think was diddling and fiddling. Hey, Willie. Hey, Willie. Won't you make me some lasagna? Hey. <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's kind of how Alf talked a little bit. I wonder who yeah. did the voice of Alf. Do you know? Off the top of your head, who did the voice of Alf? Uh, I think it was Fred Bean, car dealership in Philly. I have no idea. Come on down to the shop and flick me. Flick me. I'm Fred Bean. I'm Fred Bean. I'm Andy Dalton. Uh, Just, oh, my God, Daniel Jones just threw a hilarious interception. I'm sorry I got the game on. I think he tried to throw it to his own uh, left tackle when no one else is around and threw it right to a defender. So it could be worse. We could have Daniel Jones. Okay. Uh, what were we talking about, Alf? Uh, would you? Did he? Uh, yeah, of course. Would, did would he? You, yeah. uh, did he ever actually eat a cat, or he was always trying to? I think. Yeah, I think rumors. Like he was trolling people. Like he was he, always Alf, in the mix. Alf's a good guy. Yeah. It's kind of like uh, my dog likes to like go after squirrels, okay. and I'm like, dude, if you catch one, what are you gonna do with it? Like, you're going to be so confused. I feel like Alf was the same way. It's like, do I eat it? Do I fuck it? What do I do? Um, did everyone know Alf was there? That was a part of the show, right? They had to hide him and shit? Yeah, I think the next door, I think, was it the Agmonics? I can't remember the last name. <laughs> there was a woman who, I think it was Jerry Seinfeld's mom in Seinfeld. Oh, okay. Who was the next door neighbor in Alf. I want to say agmonic i don't know why that's coming to mind but yeah i'm not sure that 
they were aware if anybody was aware of Alf, it was the next door neighbors. If not, okay. if they were weird guests, like you know, you're having you're hosting everybody, you're hiding the cats, you're hiding Alf. Um and you, yeah, you're keeping them you're keeping them astray. Typical sitcom sort of yeah. sort of writing, right? Like, oh yeah. Yep. Keep the keep the pube covered alien in the closet. You don't want, okay. you know, you don't want Willie's boss to run into him at the at, during our our feast tonight. It's up for a big promotion. Bad. It's a tale as old as time right there. All right. Where are we at? Fantasy Corner. What? This has been Alf Talk brought to you by WFUK the fuck. Hey, Willie, won't you bring me one of those 13-year-olds? <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Top performers this week, Jonathan Taylor had 51 fantasy points. He's at the top this week. Um, Justin Herbert, not Khalil Herbert, had 45 fantasy points. Aaron Rodgers, third with 44 points. Aaron Rodgers, uh, faking an injury? What what happened oh, at the end yeah. of the game? He's milking it. He's, yeah. I got a toe injury, and I'm going to let everybody know that it's worse than turf toe. Shut up, Dr. Rodgers, you dumb fuck. Do you God. think he... Um, do you think Joe Rogan comes to him or he goes to Joe Rogan to have his uh, foot checked out? I think that he goes to Alf, quite Alf. honestly. Yeah. Hey, hey, Aaron. Hey. Cindy Pussycats are waiting around. <laughs> I'm inoculated too. Just, But you got to look straight at my asshole. I'm Alf. Hey, guys, I'm Alf. The announcements kill me. Uh, all right. <laughs> this, <laughs> the, t- the Taysom Hill Trash Performance of the Week presented by Glad. We got four players this week. Oh, shit. All right. <laughs> First one, Felipe Franks, quarterback for what? the Atlanta Falcons. He had one through one pass, which resulted in one interception. He had negative 2.25 fantasy points. Next trash performer, Josh Rosen, Falcons quarterback, negative 2.05 points. He was one of three. One of those three passes he threw was for an interception. Uh, the Falcons, uh, what is going on with them? What was that? They, I assume Matt Ryan played, so three quarterbacks. Why do you even have three quarterbacks dressed also? Right? Well, That's not a Matt, thing anymore. I mean, they're worried about Matt Ryan, I guess. I don't know. He's... They all played and they all sucked. I think they have three points last two weeks total. Oof. That's bad. Oof. Gross. They have new coach, too. What's his name? Art Smith or something? Yeah. Or? An off- another offensive genius. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> right. Whoopsie daisy. They have some what? weapons on that team, too. That's uh, a not a good sign. But nope. All right, we got two more players. Isaiah McKenzie, wide receiver for the Buffalo Bills, had negative two points. He had a fumble. I don't know. Uh, last one here, Bill. Just made the cut of negative players. Okay. Ryan Pace's favorite person, Mitch Trubisky. Yes. He threw five passes, had 19 yards, one interception. Mitch Trubisky. Pre-season Everyone wants star. him back. Yeah, it, <laughs> there's a strong correlation. If you love Ryan Pace, you still love Mitch Na- uh, Mitch Nagy. Jesus. <laughs> I'm all that's fucked perfect, up. That's perfect, actually. No, that's yeah, good. 
But if you're still defending Ryan Pace, you're definitely still a supporter of Mitch Trubisky and convincing yourself that he's going to be fucking awesome. So, uh, what is it? The Venn diagram. It's uh, Pace and Mitch, and uh, the right in the middle is just dumbass. <laughs> with, I don't know. With Elf somehow is in the middle of that diagram too, just spanking himself violently. We wouldn't do it gently, that's for sure. No. That guy is, yeah, he's all pain. Loves pain. All pain. All pain, absolutely no gain. All right. Uh, Taysom Hill, he was active this week but did not play a snap in his game. However, got an extension today for potentially, I don't know, they're doing funny business with his contract, but it's another guaranteed like $25 for him. What am I missing? What am I missing with Taysom Hill? He can't even play quarterback over Trevor Simeon. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't, know. I don't know what's going don't on know. there. He has to have so many nude pictures of ownership, front office, you name it, right? That's the only yeah. explanation. Just right. nudes. Nude city for sure. I don't get it. But, uh, yeah, he stinks. But I'm glad he's a sponsor along with Glad for Trash Performance of the Week. Bears, Bears Fantasy Corner, I think we covered it all, especially Elf talk. We did, I think. We sprayed to all fields. Thank you, Dan, for your research on CBSSports.com. As always, much appreciated, buddy. Elf is my daddy. It's Bears season. It's Justin Fields season. Have you ever wanted to follow us? Do it at Zero Doinks. Instagram at Zero Doinks. Twitter at Zero Doinks. Slip into our DMs wet, wet, wild. If the hams are a slapping, don't come a slapping. If the hams are a slapping, don't come a slapping. Follow us on the World Wide Web, www.zerodoinks.com. Buy our swag, buy our swag, buy our swag, buy our swag at Zidogs. Hams and bread, hams and bread, hams and bread, hams and bread. Zero Dogs! Yes, yes. Zero Dogs! Yes. Go! Zero Dogs! Push the ball. Push the ball. Hams and bread. Go! Yes! Go! Kick it in! Hams and bread. Let's go! Hams and bread. Pick three. Printing money's pick of the week. All right, everybody, we're back. Hams and bread. Let's just go ahead and kick it to our sharp, our shart, our shark, Rick Fieldsman. Take it away, buddy. Hi, this is Rick Fieldsman. Hams and spreads. Hams and spreads. Rick Fieldsman. Hams, 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 and hams and spreads. Rick Fieldsman. Hams and spreads. Hands and spread. Rick Fieldsman. Hands and spreads. Our buddy Rick Fieldsman. Hands and spreads. Hands and spreads. Hands and spreads. Hands and spreads. 
Rick Fieldsman. Ricky Fieldsman. Rick Fieldsman. Like that. and Spreads. Featuring me, Rick Fieldsman. All right, doinkers. We are back and better than ever. Rick Fieldsman is coming off a rough weekend. Let me lay it out for you. It, it, I'm recording this Monday evening. Sunday, I had 1,000 beers and played nine holes of golf. I started drinking at 8 a.m., a couple barrel-aged stouts, a couple IPAs, a lot of golf. I am a horrible golfer, the worst golfer. Uh, was golfing and watching the Bears game at the same time. Not a great combination. A great combination, though, is... IPAs. Love them all. Just bring them all to Rick Fieldsman. Anywho, you didn't come here to listen to Rick Fieldsman talk about beer. You came here to listen to Rick Fieldsman talk about basketball, baseball, sports. And that's what I'm going to do. For the uninitiated, each week I gave you three of the hottest picks. I have the hottest season going. I am 10 wins, 11 losses. This is right where you want to be just like the flies i got you where i want you and i am going to come with the heavy heat this weekend i know everybody's going to be getting that thanksgiving money from their relatives that 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 great honored tradition of receiving cash on thanksgiving and you're going to want a place to invest it i have three friday picks that are so freaking hot, you are going to have to put your phone down and you're you're gonna have to unplug your ear pods, ear pods, because your ears are getting too warm. I think I should get into it right now. Here we go. Hands and spreads. Pick one. All right. I am recording this live from my car outside of a school. And I'm getting a lot of eyes looking at me recording. That's okay. Not here to look at the kids. Here to look at the hot, hot picks. And here we go for the first one. We have <laughs> the hottest picks. If I can. F here we go. Hottest picks. The first one. Iowa at. You know what? Yeah. Iowa at Nebraska. Friday, 1230 p.m. This is the middle game. So I'm throwing you for a little bit of a loop. Iowa is the hottest team. I used to have a vendetta against a gentleman who lives in Iowa, T-I-M. I've since buried that well under the bridge, and Iowa's one-and-a-half-point favorites. They're playing Nebraska, who is a crap team. Nebraska's beaten two teams this year. Uh, they've beaten Northwestern, probably, and Minnesota, probably. Iowa is the hottest team. They are coming off the hottest weeks of their illustrious career Iowa one and a half point favorites oh my gosh hammer this oh, hammer the Iowa don't don't hammer the over not sure what it is hammer Iowa minus one and a half easy money's in the middle let's go for the first game here we go hands and spreads pick two. Oh, we have Boise State at San Diego State I was preparing my notes. I was going to talk about the blue field. Didn't realize Boise State is away. Boise State at San Diego State is Friday at 11 a.m. Boise State is the hottest team on turf. That blue turf gives you an extra uh, of velocities to play with. But it doesn't matter. They don't need them because Boise State's not playing at home. Boise State minus 2.5. We are absolutely riding Boise State minus 2.5. 
absolutely going with that one. Oh, okay, that's it. You know where we're going for this. Everybody knows where we're going for the last game. Here we go. Hams and spreads, pick three, printing monies, pick of the week. Oh, not sponsored, but you know what? I'm going to throw one out there. This is sponsored by Antihero. Revolution Brewery, they make a hell of an IPA called Antihero. It warms you up inside, warms you up outside. Antihero, come get you some. Oh, here we go. We're back. UTEP at UAB. United Arab Emirates versus UTEP. For those that don't know, the, the uninitiated, UTEP is one of the hottest Rick Fieldsman picks weekend and week out. University of Texas, El Paso. UTEP at UAB. UTEP is 13 and a half point dogs. This makes no sense. I've been watching UTEP from the start. I went to UTEP. I did not graduate from UTEP. I've been to Texas. I did not go to UTEP. But UTEP is the hottest college football team out there. UCLA, terrible. UTEP, amazing. You got to watch out for these uh, these four-lettered acronym schools because they're all amazing. We're going UTEP, plus 13 and a half. Absolutely ride that one. Will you pawn a parlay these three picks? I don't blame you. Plus 581. If you bet 69 cents on it, it's going to pay out $4.70. And that's what I call profit. And there you have it. I hope everybody has a wonderful Thanksgiving. I'll be smoking a bird on Saturday in the old offset smoker. Uh, brought to you by, uh, I can't remember who made my smoker, but doesn't matter. All that matters is that you spend this time with friends. You spend this time with family, and you spend this time with your gambling app of choice. Here comes ice cream out of the school, so I'm going to send it back to the boys. And as always, have a good one at the windows. And this has been the world's greatest and first segment within a segment Hams and Spreads with Rick Fieldsman. Rick Fieldsman is the smartest person in the whole wide world. Rick Fieldsman can make you a lot of money. Wow. Was he... Is he drunk, Dan? What do you think? He was definitely on some type of substance, which, unless you're Coach K's son, is not allowed in the state of Wisconsin. Nope. Wisconsin? Why'd I say that? North Carolina. Either Jesus way. Christ, man, I'm I'm a fucking mess. Uh, speaking of a mess, I think Rick and I made Cairo Santos a mess. <laughs> uh, spoiler alert: we uh, took at least some of our children to an autograph session in the western suburbs of Chicago a week from today. Today being Monday, last Monday being Monday, and we met him. He signed. There was. Mm, probably a hundred groups of people, many of which were very creepy, like autograph-seeking middle-aged adults. Super creepy. creepy. Yeah. Super, super creepy. Um, they gave out dominoes, slices of dominoes. Thank you so much to this place that I can't remember where we were. And uh, Santos was on the injury report on Wednesday with an elbow. <laughs> so, I mean, you couldn't have drawn that up better. I mean, I thought, like... I've thought when I sent the injury report to you and Rick and Coach Cuse that you would accuse me of of doctoring up the injury report, and I, you guys didn't ask any questions. I, it was so funny to me. You can't like, 
a kicker who has an elbow injury after you guys had just gone to get his autograph. Awesome. Just awesome. So amazing. So amazing. My my son um, was super excited to meet Santos Baby. I was super excited to put a picture of our logo, Zero Dunks, in front of in front of Cairo Santos to have him write a message to my daughter who uh, sang Santos Baby. You can find it on uh, Spotify or any listening place that you enjoy music. Um, and is it I on vinyl? To... Bill, is it, 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 it on vinyl? It needs okay. to be. It absolutely needs to be. I try, me trying to explain to Cairo Santos <laughs> the message that he needed to write to my daughter and reference Santos Baby in that message. That's a song. <laughs> while yeah. he's staring at two Siamese <laughs> conjoined twins, so to speak, in front of him that says zero doinks. Like the confusion murdered me. I just I was just trying not to get kicked out in front of my son basically and then rick and his kids were behind me i didn't want the whole thing to get called off because rick had rick had a great idea that he executed on behind me as well like it was so weird i think i made him feel more weird than the autograph hounds uh, that were 63 years old flipping his autograph in a in in the parking lot yeah do you have any follow-up questions Dan? yeah what were his follow-up questions did he have any just a confused look because I'm sure having your son there was your saving grace. Because otherwise, if it was just you and Rick, you absolutely were getting kicked out of there before you could yeah. get a slice. Yeah, we d- <laughs> we definitely definitely used our children as shields, like Dusty Baker at a press conference when he was the Giants manager back in the day. <laughs> so nobody could ask him hard questions, right? Um, yeah, so I started off with my son, Cairo. His heart melted. My son was a complete smartass and, and just mesmerized by the fact he was being an NFL player. And then, and then, yeah, I slid in right after. And so I think that was part of it. Kyra was thinking, are you guys fucking with me, right? Who's fucking with me here? You, you could just tell. And he looked over. There was a guy next to him, like, I don't know if it was like a PR guy or whatever. And they didn't say anything. They kind of looked at each other like, should I do this, right? Like, he's like wondering what's the catch. Am I going to get in trouble for this? Again, who are these rubbery conjoined twins on this picture? What do they have to do with this this kid that just warmed up my heart? Uh, he went forward with it. It took him forever. So I wrote down the message uh, for him just so I didn't have to totally explain it. I thought that would, like, you know, get me off, so to speak. And that added more confusion, which made me think he went to Tulane, I think in uh, New Orleans, I'm not sure Cairo Santos can read. I'm here to bring you breaking <laughs> news. <laughs> because it took him forever to write the letters that I spelled out for him. But I'm just going to chalk it up to the fact that just pure confusion, right? Why am I writing well, my own name? Well, yeah, and English isn't his first language, right? I think, isn't he South American? So... I think that's an assumption that we're all making unless it's no. true. Okay. Yeah, he's, yeah. We need, this English was beautiful when he spoke to my son. Better than mine. Way better than mine. Yeah, he's from Brazil. Okay. Yeah, he's born in Brazil. He okay. did go to high school in Florida, so uh, 
Oh, boy. Yeah, he's been in the U.S. since he was 15. So, yeah, you know. He speaks Portuguese. All right. I should have wrote my message in Portuguese. Yeah. Uh, Rick, I don't know if he said anything in in hams and spreads about it, but I would like the record to reflect that Rick (laughs) – Rick – Absolutely made sure that Cairo Santos knows that you come to Rick Fieldsman for the hottest picks. <laughs> Highlight of my life. So it good. So and I just happened to catch in the one of the pictures that Ice Cream was holding a kicking tee for him to sign. And I just thought Rick had just a, a box of loose kicking tees in his garage. But turns out they were selling them at this. Was it a card shop? I don't I don't know where you were at. What was yeah. it? Yeah, it was a card shop. Um yeah, it's exactly how you picture it. Run down, um, bad posters on the wall, like a, a cutout of Michael Jordan from from '93, probably. It, it was. My son was impressed just because he's a, a sports obsessed dude, just like his father. Um, but <laughs> looking back, he's gonna he's gonna think, God, what was this dump that my dad? took me to but it was his first exposure to domino's pizza and he liked it oh all right all right domino's is uh isn't bad i don't mind it yeah Mm -hmm. what are we in hams and bread we're in hams and bread right okay yeah go for Uh, it well congrats on injuring cairo he stinks at kicking a football now so that's bad uh speaking of bad bears against the spread are now four and six on the year detroit is six and four against the spread the over for the Bears is three and seven. Detroit also three and seven. So bet the under. Bears Thursday, eleven thirty a.m. Central Standard Time. Bears are favored. They're giving three and a half points. Over under is forty two. Which way are you going, Bell? I'm gonna sit this one out. But if I were, <laughs> if I were jumping in, I God. What's the over-under? 42. Okay. I would hump the under. I wouldn't even go either direction with the teams. I would just go under and just hope that the game lasts two hours and ten minutes, like a Mark Burley start. (laughs) Um... I, yeah, the under definitely feels like a lock. I do an alternate under, too. Can you get it under Mm -hmm. ten points? Uh, what's, what are the odds on that? I've been saying it for I don't know how long. I don't know when I started saying it. When the Bears are losing this week, I'm sticking with that. They're they're absolutely losing this game this week. And if Matt Nagy doesn't get fired after that, uh, I just shut down the whole. I mean, Roger Goodell's gonna have to step in and just shut down <laughs> the franchise because that's just just Mickey Mouse shit. Uh, I know I full blown think the Bears are losing on Thursday, so I would go. I'd go money line Lions. Just take the Lions money line. I probably will do it because I've been talking about say, it forever. Honest question, would you actually put your money with your mouth is? I'll do it. I'll do it, Bill, and I'll send you a screenshot just so you know I'm not full of shit. Okay. Uh, yeah, I I have no confidence in this Bears team. Uh, Andy Dalton, you know, actually worst case scenario is if Andy Dalton actually lights it up and then Matt Nagy thinks that's going to save his job and then – we got to see Andy Dalton for the rest oh, of the year. Jesus That's actually worst-case scenario. So, uh, no, I think the Bears are losing. I'm sticking with it. I feel like people are fi- – it's, you know, and not that I was saying anything outlandish like, oh, if the Bears go into Thanksgiving with the Lions yet to win a game, that'll be their first win. 
But I feel like that was a lot of talk on the radio today of people saying, like, I think the Bears might actually lose. And I was like, I've been fucking saying this for weeks. Yeah. Um, so I don't, nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. I think the Bears are trash. I think the Lions, they keep getting close. They lost another close one this weekend, right, against the Browns? Three I three points. I oh, I thought they was. For it. No, okay. it might have been. You might be right. I thought it was another close one. So we're, uh, we're a team trending way down. We're very banged up. Um, yeah, I think this is the week. Jared Goff, is he dead? Is he dead? Or is he yeah. benched? Mm, I don't think benched technically. I mean, anytime you have the chance to see Tim Doyle from the Big Ten Network start for you, you got <laughs> you to gotta make that move. I don't even know who that is, Bill. I, I just sort of breezed past it when you said Tim Doyle. Is that a real person? No, Boyle. It's Tim Boyle. Boyle? He's the real guy. Do- the oh, real see, guy. I don't know. But, even... yeah, I, uh, yeah, I don't Doyle is the, uh, is the basketball guy, yeah. right? Yeah, he, yeah, Kendall yeah. Gill punched him. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I'm still proud of Kendall for that because that guy's a, guy's a jackass. But, um, no, I, I don't know where Tim Boyle went to school. Um, I don't I, – I know nothing about him. And, unfortunately, we're all going to meet him on Thursday. Yeah, and we don't seem to have any trouble with unknown, uh, <laughs> right. unproven quarterbacks, right? Probably undrafted exactly. quarterback. Yeah, we don't have any trouble with those guys. So, uh, yeah, this team's probably full-blown quit, this team meeting the Bears. Full-blown quit on Nagy. So, it's yeah, they're going to lose. And I will send you a screenshot of my wager on the Lions. And I'm rooting for a Bears win, but I'm not. I don't think it's going to happen. Okay. I, yeah. I look forward to you either enjoying a Bears win or enjoying all of your free monies. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> all right, other games. Well, uh, I know you didn't look. All right, I like two games this week, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. I mean, all right, I, yeah. Oh, well, oh, well, I'll be honest, though. I did actually – this is the one week I did not look that far – but I did notice that there are other games on Thanksgiving besides the Bears. Of course, the Cowboys are in one of them, but I can't remember who they're playing. Yeah, so actually the only games that I like this week are all are both Thursday. Okay. Uh, I think it's the next game. I think the next game after Bears is uh, Vegas, the Raiders at Dallas. Mm-hmm. Dallas is minus seven. I like the Cowboys. I think they're going to bounce back this week. Raiders stink. They just suck. Derek Carr. He's, I think he's taking all the blame for how bad they're playing, which is kind of refreshing. Someone on a team who is actually taking some blame. Uh, you know, yeah. it'd be nice if it was our coach, but uh, mm-hmm. instead of it's, it's not what what did Nagy say last week? It's not one person's fault. It's everybody's fault. Yes, it's like perfect. oh, you perfect, you fucking mm-hmm. idiot. Mm-hmm. So I like the Raiders. I think um, Dak. They're going to be tied. Dak is going to be leading the Cowboys down for a game-winning field goal. He's going to get too cocky. Nate Hobbs, former University of Illinois cornerback, interception, pick six. Raiders shock the world. Uh, they miss the extra point for no reason, but Raiders win by six. Okay, that's fair. Uh, other game, the night game, is the Bills at the Saints. Saints are plus four and a half. They're dogs at home. I like the Saints. Why not? It doesn't make any sense. The Bills are playing pretty shitty now. The Saints might also suck, but just give me the four and a half points at home. Short week, Thanksgiving, turkey and gumbo will be flying all over Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Is that right? Yeah, they had like a fire on the roof Oh, this yeah, summer right. or something. That was weird. Yeah. 
Uh, it got a lot of headlines, but I don't think it went anywhere. So everybody relax a little bit. Just a little fire. No big deal. I also like the Saints, but I don't like them on the points. I like them on the money line. Uh, you never bet against Trevor Simeon two weeks in a row. That is just – that's what Daryl Rovell tells us because he's a Northwestern grad just like Trevor Simeon. Uh, Saints win. They beat Mitch Trubisky and the Bills by 69 points. Okay, that's fair. Uh, fun fact, all of the teams playing on Thanksgiving – this week, all lost this pe- yesterday. Whoa, what are the all odds? six? All six teams lost. Weird. I don't know about that, but I think. All right, this is a little unorthodox, Dan, but I think all three games are going to end in ties. Ties? Yes. Oh, I'm always tempted. There's, you know, there's a on DraftKings. They always have game will end in tie. I'm always yes. tempted to just throw money on it, like uh, just one week. <laughs> Just throw money on that for every game. I think Bears-Lions, that could easily be a tie, couldn't it? That's oh, yeah. probably not a bad move, actually. Have Two we... trash teams. Yeah, I wonder when the last Bears tie was. It had to have been mm-hmm. like in the Sid Luckman. like. <laughs> Frank, <laughs> help the... us out, buddy. <laughs> yeah, Frank, help us out. By the way, there was a guy tailgating right next to us. He had a Sid Luckman jersey, like a authentic looking jersey and he had a leather helmet on in the parking deck Hmm. he had to have been in his 50s like why relax like yeah and i and i had a beasel and i talked about it at great length about like how sweaty does it get under there do you like have to wear the helmet the entire day Mm -hmm. uh there's ear holes so does it actually get too much of a breeze through there like, what's the move where you're just like, oh, I'm a grown man. You know it would be great if I had a leather house. And it had, like, a little strap underneath it that was, like, real loose. It, I had a Gross. lot of questions for him, but I didn't also didn't want to engage him because he seemed like a guy who would just not leave me alone after that. So, weird move, right? Who buys a Sid Luckman jersey in the first place and then says, you know what would look great with this? A leather helmet. That's a guy that eats yams on Thanksgiving. <laughs> That's what that is. Just like our boy Thod. Thod. Huge yams guy. Yams guy? Is he a yams yeah. guy? Yeah. Did we, yeah. Did we talk that's a, about that? That's a callback. Like, yep. That's oh, a callback okay. to I two was, years ago. I was pretty drunk. I'm going to see Thod this weekend. Yes. We could, we could probably take that off air. Uh, all right. I think that's all I got for NFL games. Should we talk about the other shitty team? Yep. Absolutely. When you're, you know, depressed about Bears football, thank God you're an Everton soccer fan. Here we go. For the first time in podcast history, we welcome you to a segment within a segment within a segment. This is Toffee's Corner exclusively on Zero Doinks. Everton fan for my whole life. It's Toffee's Corner. Football. It's soccer time. And it, you know, your history. It's enough to make your heart go. Oh, we don't care what the red side say. What the heck do we care? Cause we only know that there's gonna be a show when the Everton boys are there. Toffee's Corner. 
exclusively on Zero Doinks. Castle's trash. Oh boy, Dan. Um, wow. Everton, our boys in blue, hot start to the season. Then all of a sudden there were these weird like vacations and other tournaments. And the next thing you know, Everton can't seem to win again, I think. Is that accurate, Dan? It is accurate. Before we uh, jump into it, though, there was someone who, Rick Fieldsman found someone who tweeted, "Is are there any Bears and Everton fans out there? Because that was a really rough weekend or something along those lines. And, of course, Rick sniffed that out immediately. I'd like to know his search history. Well, I don't actually want to know his search history. That's got to no, be a, a real dark place. Yeah. Uh, but I thought that was a good find. So, uh, yeah, Everton, they are actually winless in their last six games. Um, they have just two points oh. in that stretch. Oh. And I, it goes back to, like, early October. It, it probably is pretty close to when the Bears last won. I think it's it's actually pretty close in terms of the uh, calendar there. So uh, I should have looked that up. But, yeah, they lose this weekend to Man City 3-0. Three nil. Yes, see, look at that. I'm I'm very mm-hmm. British now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Damari Gray. I watched like most of the first half. They hung in there. I mean, there was no scoring, but they were clearly they were clearly outmanned. Damari Gray. He got it. it came out after 17 minutes with an injury. I think he pulled his penis. Uh, it seems <laughs> like everyone is hurt and they just suck. So, did you watch any of the game, or did you have any of your own thoughts on the game? Dan, before I get – I'm getting my thoughts together right now, so I want to kick it back to you for a minute. Um, I know we had encouraged our uh, very loyal audience, our, Everton, our Evertonians, our Zero Doinksatonians, you might say. Uh, we had encouraged them to maybe dabble a little bit on the money line just because it was so, so tempting. Did you, by any chance, partake uh, in that game uh, in terms of investments? Nope. Okay, um, I'm st- I'm still trying to get my thoughts together, Dan. Did we? So I won- yeah, yeah. Did go ahead, we go ahead, actually? Go ahead. Did we actually tell people to take Everton? I feel like maybe we tried to push them towards the draw. If anything, that was still a huge number. But uh, if if I if I told you to take Everton, uh, I apologize. That was a bad investment. And if Bill told you to take Everton, uh, well, I have nothing to do with that. If I, if I gave you any of those suggestions, loyal Zero Doing Spares and Evertonian fans, I apologize. Also, Dan, um, before I get my thoughts together, I'd like to ask you um, a little bit of a, a table refresher. Are, is Everton close to relegation? Um, can you engage our audience, who clearly does not pay attention to the Premier League as closely as you and I do, um, can you tell them who, how many teams get relegated and is Ever- Everton, uh, in trouble? Uh, we're, we're trending in the wrong direction. We're in the bottom half. Now we're 11th on the table. We just keep inching our way towards the bottom. I don't think it's time to be nervous yet. Uh, okay. the bottom three teams get relegated. Newcastle is absolutely at the bottom. They are very bad. So that's a tough thing to swallow for you, brother Dave. Mm-hmm. Uh, is Dave actually writing out a message for you as we speak, or is that uh, Dan, is that why I, we're delaying, I'm or still, what's happening? Here? I don't know. Okay. I don't know what I don't know what 
Dave's doing, but all I know is I'm trying to get my thoughts together here and and give you my best analysis. Um, Dan, how many teams are in the Premier League? I obviously know the answer to that. <laughs> I just want our audience to understand how close um, our boys in blue are to the bottom. <laughs> I think there's like 23. Does that sound right? No, 20. I don't know, man. I don't. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know. Dan, when you said that Everton was twelfth or whatever, I assume that was dead last. No, I don't. It's definitely, I they're don't. Not, definitely not last yet. No, that's Newcastle. Newcastle's trash. Um, okay. Do you want me to move on or? No, let me give you my actual thoughts. Oh, okay, um, good. Thanks, Dave. So no, and unfortunately, unfortunately, they are my actual thoughts. Uh, Rafa Benitez, I've been thinking about the greatest uh, managers and coaches in the history of sport, Dan. And here are my top three, okay? Um, going mm-hmm. bottom to top, all right? Uh, number three, um, Mark Tressman. Number two, um, Tony Larusa. Number one, Rafa Benitez. And the reason I say that is he is a leader of men, and he will never get our boys in blue relegated. The... Um, he believes in defense before offense, but he also does not believe in defense. Back to you, Dan. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, thank you. Thank you for that, Bill. Brother where's Dave, where su- are you? Where's a, where's a suit on the sidelines? Dead. Knock it off. With your shit team, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. knock off the suits, man. Just wear, just dress like Belichick and just mail it all the way in. I think That's... he should, yeah, like wear a bathing suit at this point, but Yeah, right? Like a one-piece or... No, no, no. No. Just, I'm not saying Speedo, but, you know, yeah. a modern-day uh, short cuff. Is that what they call it? I think he should wear one of those, like, old-timey, like, singlet type of things that he used to wear in, like, Atlantic City with, like, a yeah. straw hat and a, and a mustache. Know, handlebar mustache. Yeah, bingo. bingo. Nothing but just trolling hookers uh, on the boardwalk there. Uh, boardwalk Empire, good show. Never saw it. Great show. Highly recommend it. Okay. Uh, All right. This Sunday, Sunday morning, we play we, because obviously we are Evertonians. uh, We've always have been. We grew Mm -hmm. up just right around the corner. G'day, mate. See? You can tell by my accent. Uh, They play Saturday, Sunday morning at Brentford. (laughs) Brentford is 14th on the table, so they're actually a little below us. Odds for this this game: uh, Brentford plus one thirty five, a draw plus two thirty, Everton plus two twenty. So we are dogs yet again. I would not take Everton. It seems like everyone's dinged up. Rafa Benitez is smelling really horrible in his suits on the sideline, even though it's getting a little chilly. I would take draw plus two thirty. Throw a little cash on it. Hope there's no goals at all and. Uh, just start your day off right. And that's a good pick on Saturday or Sunday morning. I'm unclear Sunday. as to which one. Okay. That's great. This is a big one. I mean, if you're you're playing a team that's under the table, um, below below you. So this is it's kind of perfect, isn't it? It seems like a, a Bears Lions type matchup in kind some of, ways, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um although I think Newcastle would be the Lions. I think that's more accurate, right? Yeah. They're that much of a pile of trash Uh so it's like vikings like vikings bears so i would say 
Um, I'm with you. I would go draw over under. I don't know if you said it, but I would go under even if it's 0.5. And yeah, I let's have ourselves a day. Zero zero draw. Uh, crowd. How would you feel if you went to a, a soccer match and it ended zero zero? How would you feel about that? Not great. Not yeah. great. Um. I don't know. It doesn't shake me up as much anymore. Now that I now that I watch it more, it's it's fine. Okay. Those Could are they still hide you on a soccer yeah, field? You still, you still have that thesis? Okay. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, there was a guy for Man City, I think, who was dinged up, and he just was hanging out on the sideline for like a few minutes while they continued the game. Totally. On, it made no changes in the game at all. So, um. So, all right. So, Bill, I, I was trying to figure out what the fuck Brentford is. Uh, I yes. believe they're in West London. Uh, but I looked up their owner is a guy named Matthew Benham. Benham. He made his money on gambling, gambling on sports. He apparently was working for like J.P. Morgan, I think. Actually, I think it was Bank of America working for Bank of America. He was like an analytical guy for them decided to work for a, like a sports book or uh, some type of book overseas and he was using like analytical models that he had built and then he eventually left and started betting on sports and made millions but he somehow used a $700,000 loan to buy this team Brentford or buy ownership into this team and they've been in like the lower tier for years and he's used like analytics to find like unknown players and stuff and they finally uh they got promoted last year and it was the first time they've been promoted since the 1946-1947 season the first but for context it was the first full season of EPL play since World War II ended so he used a $700,000 loan and then people who actually followed are probably like, listen to this fucking asshole yeah, doesn't right. even know yeah, this no, guy this is. is. This isn't yeah. news. Right? So I, I read it just one article. Like he somehow, I, I don't fully understand how he used 700 K to get ownership that he somehow became the majority owner of the team is now worth $300 million. Wow. <laughs> I mean, awesome. just insane. The ownership of these teams is awesome. There, there's always a good story. Like, what was the team? Was that the Aston Villa guy, or who was the team with the guy, the porn guy? Uh, me wasn't Aston Villa, but I was just, yeah. just, yeah. Me, yeah, just awesome. The head coach, Bill of Brentford, is Thomas Frank, not Frank Thomas, Thomas oh. Frank. <laughs> I imagine just a bizarro <laughs> British Frank Thomas. <laughs> I didn't see any pictures, so I'm not going to ruin it in my mind. I know Thomas I, Frank. Totally, except he's a he's a lefty, and he played fullback at Alabama instead of Auburn. <laughs> <laughs> no, he can't even be not even the same sport. He played like water polo at at Alabama. Uh, That's yeah, great. Thomas Frank. Thomas Just, Frank. I don't know why that, is that I, great? Uh, you know what? I'll be. I, I love you know that I love Evertonian as much as I love to breathe. Evertonian, I keep saying Evertonian <laughs> that I love Everton more than I love to breathe. But um, had I known all of this, especially Thomas Frank, I might have been all in on Brentford. I'll yes, same. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's a yeah. lot to love there. That's uh, incredible. Like, okay, first of all, m- like what a dream, right? To be able to build enough of 
uh, a nest egg, if you will, in gambling on sports to apply that to an actual job, right? I mean, that right. that is like, that's the new American dream. Yeah, that, no That's shit. incredible. Is this guy American, by the way? Or no? No, no he's, he, he's like a, okay. apparently a very bright, like he went to like Oxford and he he's like a super bright guy that he just used it towards bet against sports which i fucking love so much which yeah no so do i also and i'm glad this happened but shame on the sports books for allowing him to do that to make as much usually they they'll shut you off at that whether it's legal or not like i've even read that about our friends at DraftKings and FanDuel and such where they get they get a burr in their saddle like yeah fuck you you're not making it oh is that right yes which i which i think is complete that's the dream complete bullshit but um, but yeah, they have every right to do that. So the fact this guy made enough money on it, I wonder if he was like spreading his seed on a bunch yeah, of different so. places, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think he like created a group or a company. Yeah, I'm sure he could hide it through a bunch of different action. But uh, God bless pretty him. funny. God bless him. Yeah. But what's their what's their mascot? Are they not? Are they Brentford? Are they the Brentford? Uh, like they're they're like the barbecue bees. sauce. Like a bee, like a bee bumblebee. Okay. I believe. Yeah. Okay. I don't know why. I didn't I didn't, I didn't give a shit. I didn't go that far into it. Did you know that if you get stung by a bee, that bee will die? <laughs> I uh, thank you. I got stung <laughs> 3 times this summer, by the way. I fucking hate bees. What what why do we need them? They save oh, the world. can't have honey. Who yeah. gives a fuck? I don't need honey that bad. Stop stinging me. You guys you like suck. Food? Do you like food in general, Dan? Save oh. the bees, save the world. Oh, yeah. Okay, explain to me. How is a bee going to keep me from having uh, deep dish pizza? Well, uh, a bee would keep you from having deep dish pizza if it stung you on your way to John Cusack's house, would be my guess. That's the only way it would... I feel John like John Cusick. Cusick. I feel like he eats a lot of deep dish pizza because he wants to be the Chicago guy. Oh, Bad, all right. Stupid yeah. joke. What a stupid dad joke. <laughs> stupid dad joke. That's great. I love it. Uh, shut up. Yeah. Shut up, yeah. Dan. Well, Just shut up. Fuck the bees. Fuck real bees. Oh. Fuck the Brentford bees. Fuck them all. I finally got my thoughts together, Dan, oh, on, our way, okay. on our way out here. And I, you know, I've been a little emotional about this, but City. They were just too good. Those first two goals were unstoppable. It's getting to be must-win territory next week, as we talked about, Dan. We talked about that. Obviously. It's been almost two months since we took all three points from a match. Um, very similar to the Bears, as, as we talked about. Dan, I really appreciate all of your efforts, as usual, in Toffee's Corner. And I'm glad that you and I are the biggest Everton fans on this side of the both the Atlantic and the Pacific. <laughs> Thank Thanks. you. Thanks, buddy. Fuck the bees. Fuck the bees. <laughs> Go Everton. This concludes Hams and Bread, America's favorite sports wagering segment, which includes the segment within a segment, Hams and Spreads, and the segment within a segment within a segment, Doffy's Corner. Thank you for listening exclusively on Zero Doinks. 
would love the toffees forever. Ooh, love your kit, Dan. Corner kicks. Our boys in blue. Top of the table. Toffee, toffee, toffee. Spoojins and we have come in our sauce. Weirdest Big Ten minute, and I love it so much. <laughs> Big Ten minute. A bunch of fat, pale Midwesterners just roaming around Pasadena. You love the Illini and I have a life. I bleed orange and blue. Gophers minus three is my pick. I respect your love for the Illini. Shove it, shove it, shove it. Row, 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 shove, shove, shove. I'm like pretty much the only Gopher fan that people know. Dan, it's Big Ten Minute. I don't really care. Uh, what, how'd the Gophers do? Gophers win at Indiana, 35-14. Uh, Tanner Morgan with two touchdowns, which is weird to see. He looked actually competent. Kai Thomas with 105 yards rushing. Uh, Indiana stinks. Don't know why they were getting all that hype at the beginning of the year. They're terrible. Uh, that stadium looks terrible. The state of Indiana grow up. Uh, the Gophers are at seven wins, Bill, so I had my over-under seven wins, so I at least push because I know they're going to lose this weekend, so I'll at least get my money back. Even Steven, who cares, so what? Bowling Green, Illinois, fuck you guys for beating the Gophers. You ruined my life. How'd the line I do, Bill? Uh, they lost at Iowa. Bert uh, had COVID. He probably will watch the game from a Waffle House, even though there are none in the Midwest. Uh, lost by 10, hung in there, actually played Iowa pretty well. Iowa is kind of trash. No offense, Tim. I love you. Uh, Illinois did not play well. They need a quarterback next year. This is not breaking news. Illinois, 4-7, and seven, still bowl eligible. No. Yeah. Oh, if, five? Five will cer- do it? If certain, th- okay. a lot of things would have to go Illinois' way. So Illinois plays Northwestern. I'm not going to walk you through that math because even I didn't dive that deep into uh, it, Dan. I did for you. I did. Well, oh, let's you do did? it. Did a little bit? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Northwestern at Illinois. Illinois are six and a half point favorites at home. <laughs> Over unders 43 and a half. Maybe don't watch that game either unless you're a parent of uh, anyone playing. Hugh Robertson's mom should be watching. That's awesome. Um I wouldn't bet on that game. It's the hack game. This is it's Frank in Ohio versus Bill Doinks. Illinois has not beaten Northwestern in a while. Pat Fitzgerald owns the Illini, but he mostly owned Tim Beckman and Lovey Smith. So it's a new dawn. I think Illinois wins. I do because I don't think Illinois is that bad. Their offense stinks. Well, their passing game stinks. <laughs> Um, you can hear me justifying this all the way. Uh, <laughs> I love it. So Frank, Frank and I have a friendly wager, as we did last year. Loser has to submit a song for the next episode um, honoring the other team. So I had to do one last year for Northwestern. I hope to God that Frank has to do something yes. for the Illini. That would be awesome. Same. I want to hear that. Um, that's fun. The... Uh... I, by the way, Sports Illustrated, I was just curious today where bowl projections had the Gophers. Uh, Illinois was not listed, by the way. I did look that up. That's fine. Uh, SI they has still do the, it. They can still we do it. Uh, Sports Illustrated has the Gophers playing in the pinstripe bowl against Louisville. That's weird. Who's going to that? Cold, New York. I know. I know. No, not doing that. 
not doing that. Whatever. Who cares? Uh, Gophers play this weekend. They play for Paul Bunyan's axe at home against the Badgers. Gophers are plus six and a half. They're six and a half point dogs at home. That's embarrassing. Over under is 39 points. I would hammer the under for sure because there's not going to be much scoring at all. Which probably means take the over. We'll probably go way over because I'm an idiot. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't take the Gophers. I don't trust them at all. They're probably going to get smoked by the Badgers. It's going to be an ugly game because that's the way it seems to go. Uh, Gophers ruining my life uh, continually. Rashad Bateman had a big pass interference call against uh, the Bears this past weekend. So Gophers continue to just ruin my life all over the place. So, uh, yeah, I'm dead inside. Fuck you, PJ Fleck. PJ, I mean, the video of him, like, jumping, and, like, it's always about him, man. Like, I'm so sick of it. I know we can't do better. I always do the disclaimer. I know we can't do better. I, I'm glad he's the gopher coach, but just tone it down a little bit, man. The sprinting from, like, one end of the field to the other drives me fucking crazy. When it's like he did it, I think, at the end of the third quarter, when they flip flip sides of the field, he's standing right at the line of scrimmage, and then you just see him bolt to the other side of the field. I'm like, Jesus Christ, man. What are you doing? Just recruit and win some games, please. Please, buddy. Stop with the knucklehead shit. Do you think somebody flags down to him from the press box like, okay, you're on the air. Now you can start sprinting. It feels like, that way. Yeah. It definitely feels that way. And I – you know, look, maybe that shit sells. Like, I think his, I think the players fucking eat that stuff up. But at some point, you just got to, I don't know, just act like you've been there before. Yeah. It works when you're winning. Like, yeah. it does. It's like club dub, right? It's it's super. Exactly. It's, it's cute when it works. But, yeah, you better fucking win. Um, no, I think Minnesota, they can play Big Ten West spoiler. They can ruin Wisconsin's season. But – that benefits the Hawkeyes, assuming Iowa wins against yeah. Nebraska. So, not your uh, classic win-win situation. Nah, definitely no. not. I don't care. Let's just get it over with. Either team's going to get fucking smoked by Ohio State, though. Who yeah, plays right. Michigan this weekend for the one playoff spot available to the Big Ten, probably, right? What's the line for that? I, I forgot to look that up. No clue. No clue. You know, I'm going to guess. I don't even know where the game's at, but I'm going to guess Ohio State minus 11 and a half. I mean, can we agree? Like the uh, it's eight and a half. It's at Michigan. Michigan's plus eight and a half. Oh, there's your three points. I fucking yeah. nailed it. Uh, nice, nicely <laughs> done. I uh, the Big Ten stinks, right? Yeah. As a whole, it's Ohio State and nothing. Michigan's not that good. No, I'm not even convinced Ohio yeah. State's that good either. Yeah. Like I'm, I don't, I'm not sure. I'm totally buying that. They struggle in spots and they beat up on other shitty Big Ten teams. Iowa, Wisconsin, no, not not doing it for me. I mean, the Gophers were, I mean, they beat Illinois. They're right in the mix for the Big Ten West. They're yep. not a good team. And so, I mean, Mel Tucker getting a $95 million extension is just amazing news for the rest of the Big Ten. He's such a fraud. He just got lucky with his schedule and the, the just shot up the rankings. Beating Michigan, is that a big deal? I don't think it is. Jim Harbaugh loves to lose games against anyone Bow. ranked. Harbaugh. So the Big Ten stinks. I think Ohio State could get embarrassed in the playoff. Probably. They typically do. Um, 
Okay, well, that's going to wrap up the Big Ten Minute because we're not <laughs> going to talk about basketball yet. Dan, it's been a pleasure. I appreciate it. Go Gophers, beat the Badgers. If the Hawkeyes lose to Nebraska, what happens? Badgers get it. I think Badgers the Badgers get it. By get default. In. Yeah. Okay. Yep, right. I think so. Well, okay. don't All know right. what to say. Bye. Gribbles. <laughs> Gray balls. Gray balls. Gray balls. Fast break, dribble, dribble. Big and burly in the middle. Led by two athletic brothers. Opponents, brothers, defense mothers. Rick Fieldsman, Humpty over. The Fieldsman shake makes women smolder. Mike P making the latest tingle. Stat sheet filling with a triple single. Bill and Dan Doigs are as smooth as yams. Did you see them pregame slinging the hams? Call your kids and wake a friend's wife. Great balls all winning it all tonight. Great balls. The final world champion of all the world Grayballs World champs of the world Grayballs balls. Final world champs of the world Grayballs Run nuts The fuel's been shake I'm glad you brought it up um, Step number one Acquire the ball <laughs> Balls, the greatest sporting team to ever have been assembled. GM of the century, Coach Cuse, has put together a basketball team, 35 and over, intramural hoops, defending consolation champions of the world. Dan, I couldn't make the last game, but you could. We were 1-0 going into the game. How'd we do, buddy? Big win. Uh, we, we played pretty well i felt like our shooting percentage was still a bit lower than we would like but we won by 20 we won 41 21 i believe uh we played a team called torn achilles they were very bad very bad they wanted to shoot a lot of threes they should not have been doing that they had one big guy i feel like they could have taken advantage of that uh we were missing one of our new big guys we had tony there the other guy is Eric, I want to say. I apologize if either of you are listening. Uh, well, so only one of them was there. He was great. He was fantastic. Real slippery around the basket. Uh, Rick Fieldsman and I came off the bench. I feel like that's a strong move for us just to let, you know, let the starters set the tone and then Rick and I come and just wreck shit up. Uh, Rick, I would say had kind of a rough game. He was a definitely a spark plug, brought a lot of energy. The pregame tunes were popping. I suggested he just play the music all the way through the game. He didn't do that. The turnover chain was out. Um, we did have to award the turnover chain to one of our own teammates for having a uh, a complete brain fart. For uh, <laughs> He thought the play was over. He just sort of held the ball and took like five steps in the ref. 
let it slide for three steps just to be like, ah, I think there's confusion. And then it just got so bad that he had to call traveling. So we uh, tried are we, to give. Are, are we going to name names or no? Uh, Mills. Mills, right? Is that right? Uh, so he got the turnover chain when he came out of the game. I'm not sure if he seemed thrilled about it, but he definitely earned it. Um yeah, so we we didn't give up many second chance points at all. Like the other team was just they were firing up a shot and they were not trying to rebound at all. Uh my shoes made an appearance. First yes. they made their debut. They're ugly as shit, uh but they felt great. Any particular player uh, who they're modeled after? Yes, or, James yeah. Harden. They're James Harden shoes. Mm-hmm. Uh I believe they're Adidas, uh but they're very ugly. I'm excited for you to see them. Um, the, the play of the game. And I think Rick is worried that I'm going to bring this up. Uh, but I feel like I have to, I'm going to do everyone a disservice if I don't mention my favorite play of the game. Uh, I think Rick in the, in the chain suggested maybe hiring an attorney to, uh, a cease and desist for mentioning this on zero doing. So I'm just going to go ahead and do it. Cause I haven't received a letter from an attorney yet. So there was a play bill. It was right towards the end of the game, left side of the hoop. I was probably about the top of the key. Rick had the ball, maybe took a dribble. Yeah, took a couple dribbles of the hoop, layup situation, threw it up, hit nothing, didn't hit the backboard, the anything, but was so, like, the minute it left his hand, he was, like, knew it was going nowhere. Okay. He put his head down, like, as <laughs> – Bill, he shot a layup that hit off of his back. It like <laughs> went up and hit off of his back. It was so good. I could not get enough of it. And so, and I, poor Rick, I think he was pretty frustrated, but he was, don't let him fool you. He was the absolute monster on the boards. He was exactly what we needed. Uh, those shots will drop, but that was my favorite play of the night when he shot a layup that ended up rolling down his back after hitting nothing. Like it would have been if he would have caught it, it would have been a travel. Right, that's what I was so, picturing. Yeah, I so love it the was, fact that he knew that though. He knows that's the one thing about Rick Fieldsman. He knows the rules. Yeah, and he gave Gray Balls a chance. I assume gave him a chance yeah. to get a board, get a get a putback. Um, yeah. Two follow-ups real quick. Yes. Uh, uh, first of all, was that there were rumors that somebody was going to be filming the game? Uh, do we know if this was potentially documented? Uh, supposedly it was, but I haven't seen a video yet. Okay. Great news because that, that there's, there's a chance because I'd love to see it with my own eyes. Uh, number two, um, Rick also in that uh, potential cease and desist letter that was going to come our way. Representing Zero Dogs. Um, loved it. I'd love to know who his attorney would be, by the way, yeah. uh, and how much it cost him. The um, I think he was nervous about us talking about his field goal percentage. Do you happen to have any stats on that at all? I don't have an exact number, but I believe it was 0%. Uh, I, I don't know that he made one. I how many attempts of- would you estimate? I'm going to say five. Okay. He shot a three as well. Okay. Missed. I also okay. shot a three. Very badly missed. Uh, okay. That That's was fine. unnecessary. Um, yeah, it was on the offensive side. There's definitely like he will improve. I know he will. Yeah. So no, and I wasn't no great either. Like I, yeah. I wasn't. I have no room to talk at all. So 
Uh, the but the we had we didn't give up a point until probably twelve minutes into the game. Nice. Uh, and that their first first point was off of a foul. Like they when they just give him a point, and the ref just goes, "Well, I had to help him out somehow." Like he was very condescending towards the other team, and it was, wow, it was great. So, okay, two and zero uh, for gray balls. Yeah, two and zero, top of the table. Um, I feel like I assume that as he's listening to this, Rick Fieldsman is working on Fieldsman Shake two point mm-hmm. right to right. to up the ante a little bit for a big game. I think we're playing. The other two and O team uh, the week after Thanksgiving, right? Yes, it's not looking good for me. I have a conflict. Uh, yeah, I'll be hustling from uh, uh, from coaching one of the last practices potentially in my life, but I think I'll get there. <laughs> I think I'll get there in time. Um, but it'll be just in time. I think you need to make this work because we need you. What is I, the what can how? I don't. You don't need to say specifics. You're, I'll give you specifics. I don't want to. I don't want to get in your personal life. But uh, yeah. if you're willing, go let's ahead. Get in, get it. Let's okay. get in the weeds here. Okay. Uh, we're going to see Santa. Oh. Okay. Makes yeah. Sense. And you know what? Hand up. I booked it, and I totally fucked up. And it's like a pre prepay situation. So okay. uh, I said, "Oh, I don't have anything on this Wednesday night," and Shit. I booked it. And I paid for it, overpaid. Like I don't know if that's the move you guys do mm. as well. You like basically get a reservation to see Santa. It's a giant ripoff. Yeah. Uh, but it's worth it to not have to like stand in line. Yeah, I get it. Um, so uh, what time? It's at seven, I believe. Oh, there's a chance. What time there's is the game? Eight. Eight? No, there's yeah. no way. Just wear your great balls, Jersey. Well, okay. Maybe. So, yeah, I guess maybe I'm more in than not. I thought the game was at 7 as no, well. No, because my practice is over at 7.30, so I'm going to be fucking scrambling oh, okay. myself. I'm going to be in Oak Brook, though. Like, I'm not going to be close. We'll see. We'll see. I think we're even. I think we're going to be dead even. All right. Take two cars. Okay. <laughs> okay. Jordan Doinks, take two cars. If you're. I know Jordan listens to each moment of each episode, yeah. so she'll hear that. And she would do that move or she'd be cool with it until, like, it's time for me to leave. And then I'm catching all sorts of looks. And I'm knowing that I'm going to be in big trouble later. So, All right. Can we split the baby? Just show up around halftime. And then uh, for maybe. post-game beers, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah, that, that sounds perfect. Did you guys hit up Walnuts after the game? Yep. I had... Uh, yeah, they don't have you know they don't have hams anymore, so I that's know. disappointing. Mm-hmm. I was drinking like Tall Boy Bush Lights. Yep, yep. Weird. Ah, my gas was not ideal the next day. I mean, no, that's not I'm, shocking to anybody. I'll be honest. It, it was you know almost two weeks since I was at Walnuts post game, and I had <laughs> Tall Boy Bush Lights. I'm still shitting tar. <laughs> <laughs> so. Thanks yeah. a lot, walnuts and yeah. bush light. Walnuts. They grow up. Grow up. Get some real beers in there. There may be some breaking news about our uh, uh, decorating, if you will. Oh, Coach uh, Keese yeah. and I working on some, as, you, as you're well aware. Yep. Beautiful. So. I, hope it, I, hope it, I hope it works. I hope it pans out. We'll see yep. what type of negotiation skill we got going between Indonesia and 
America. We'll see. We'll see what I happens. I love it. I love it. Gray balls. Anything to add? Gr- nope. Greatest team in the world. Greatest team in the world hasn't lost since the pandemic started. Yep. Exactly. Fuck you. We love you. Fuck you, COVID. Gray balls Fuck. coming for that ass. This has been Gray Balls segment. America's favorite 35 and over intramural hoops team. Let's wrap this motherfucker up. Thanksgiving week is upon us. Don't shoost me. We're going to eat some turkey. Well, I will. Bill will not because he's a weirdo. He's going to be filled with stuffing. So much stuffing. Uh, Bill, this week uh, we're still in the midst of our coaching career for careers for our lives. Yes. How did it go for you this weekend, buddy? Kindergarten? Kindergarten? Kindergarten. Kindergarten. Boys, yep. no co-ed. Co-ed. co-ed, 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 basketball. Go. Sorry, basketball. I'll shut my mouth. Yeah, no, you're fine. Uh, roster of ten to our girls, eight are boys. They all range between five and six plus. Uh, kindergarten, like Dan said, we are back. We are one and two. Uh, my son thinks we're two and one. That's fine. Let's keep going with that. We dominated, Dan. And I only have myself to thank for that because I missed the practice leading into the game. And I can only imagine what a drill sergeant Phil Sr. was at practice. He sent me notes going into that practice like, hey, we're working on this, that, and the other. Not not to get my approval or anything, but like, hey, here's what we're doing. Um, he also took charge, not a charge, that would be weird, but he made sure that he was on the court to start the game. Like the first, there's four quarters, but you break, I don't know if your league is the same where you break them up half by halves, so to speak, right? For subs. So he was in for the first three halves, so to speak. So almost a full first half of actual basketball. And I think he did that purposely. I think it is Phil Senior's way of um, taking over the team. And obviously he's correct because we were dominant. Uh, my son was hilarious. He, I think he had three or four buckets. And after the second or third one, he kind of gave like a Jordan shrug. I've been showing him a lot of Jordan highlights on YouTube. Awesome. So he thinks, he thinks he's a combination between Io. He loves Io. He, he, can't, he can't quite understand how Io went from the Illini to the Bulls. Like he, he doesn't get it, but it's, it cracks me up. And he, he's loving Michael Jordan. And he loves like all the – like the crazy ass layups that Jordan did, yep, when, you know, Matumbo was coming. He did like the, you know, behind the back bullshit, which was fantastic. So yeah, so he did. He did a shrug after, like, come on, this is too easy. This is too easy, <laughs> and it's a good thing probably that there's masks because he might have been ejected from the game by the ref. The ref. So I I uh, was on the court the rest of the game after Phil Cener got us off to like a twenty to six lead. I think I think I don't remember the the final score, but we won by 20 plus. It was great. Um, I was talking to the ref. He seemed like a, a, like a legit ref, like normal dude. Hilarious. He asked me at halftime, Hey, should we switch um, direction? I said, no, kids are going to be confused. He's like, yeah, I totally buy into that. It was as if everybody was on ice skates in the fourth quarter. Everybody kept falling down. It was hilarious. And the ref's (laughs) like, 
running out of gas, coach. Everybody's running out of gas. And I'm thinking, I like you a lot, man. You're great. And I'm like, do you coach all ages? And he's like, yes. And I said, this is exactly like a high school game, right? And he he (laughs) couldn't get enough of it. Um, He must. He must enjoy it though. Like if you're a legit ref and you don't take yourself seriously, that's got to be fun. Yeah, you see right. just a bunch of amoebas like trying to figure shit out, and none of them know how to dribble. It's great. Anyway, we're one and two. Yeah, I feel good, Dan. I can only assume that if I'm headed toward the winning way as a team, and I'm feeling good about my team and feeling positive about a lot a lot of momentum, I can only assume you feel the same, right, Dan? Nope. Uh, our team continues to struggle. We moved to zero and six after this weekend. Uh, we we the last three or four games we jump out to a huge lead. We come out with a hot start, and then we completely melt down by the end of the game. Uh, big problem that I don't know how to combat is uh, just a lot of pouting, a lot of frustration when the other team scores like it's the end of the fucking world uh we've talked about it a lot of times like hey you just got to get back like you got to get ready for the next play um so the girls were more aggressive specifically my daughter was more aggressive which i was proud of her for uh but we had a we had a major problem with two minutes left in the game Uh they uh they score we were at this point two minutes like we were up like 16 at one point and by with two minutes left we're down 10 like just no reason for we just our shooting percentage was horrible like we are a great rebounding team we'll miss shots and then get our own rebound and just keep putting them up one one series we missed seven straight shots I counted seven straight shots we shoot we work on shooting and practice like pretty much nonstop. it's just when there's someone in their face they it's anyway it's a mess so my daughter is, uh, she does this thing. She gets, she is competitive. She gets mm-hmm. frustrated. She does like a head down run, like mm-hmm. just pouting, stomping feet a little bit. Uh, you may not notice unless you, it's one of your roommates and you know exactly what she's doing. So I, I, she comes, she's running by me. I go, do you want to come out of the game? Like I was so frustrated with her. She's like, yep. And like took her wristband off the colored <laughs> wristband and just tossed it to me. Like <laughs> mid game. So I'm like, this motherfucker. I go, all right, fine. So I put another I put another girl in and then within ten seconds she's tapping me on my arm and she goes, All right, I'm ready to go back in. And I go, Nope. You quit on your team. I go, You sit down on the bench, you quit on your team. And so she like really was pissed off. As she's walking back to the bench, there's a, like a ball sitting on the sideline. Why it was sitting there, I don't know. She just hauled off and fucking kicked it towards the sideline where the parents are sitting and went and sat on the bench. I go, absolutely not. You are gone. Get out of here. And she's like, I go, you go sit with your – my Beasel was there. I go, you, you go sit with your grandmother. And she's like, no, I'm not going to do that. So while the game's still going on, I, I grab her arm and I go, you are not allowed to sit with your team. Get out of here. And so she goes storming off to the sideline in front of the parents, crying. So, Bill, we're in a very bad place right now. I mean, I'm ejecting my daughter out of a game. Uh, We're just melting down left and right. Uh, (laughs) We had, uh, I mean, I had one of my best players. She showed up like halfway through the second quarter, like no explanation why. You know, it's 
this team's quitting on me, Bill. Like I'm Matt Nagy right now. I'm trying. I'm searching for the whys. I can't find them. I want to. I I know exactly what Matt Nagy is going through. Please just put me out of my misery and fire me now. So, I believe we have two games left. I'm trying not to care. Like I told myself, this game. Like I wasn't even mad that we were losing. They were, they were actually playing hard. But my daughter ruined it by being a jackass at the end of the game. And I, I, I what? Because what do you do? Yeah. If I let her get away with that, then I, there's no going back from that. So, um, yeah. Beasel was very upset with me initially because she didn't see everything that went on, and then yeah. she was she was on my side after she got an explanation. But there was like a ten minute period there where I was I was out of the well. So <laughs> anyway, yeah, zero and six, we suck to the point where I think like the other teams, like the coaches, are feel bad that we haven't yeah. won yet. That like it doesn't make any sense like we we have a lot of height we have girls who are really good it's just it's just not working so it sounds like a, a coaching issue a hundred percent i agree with you it's definitely <laughs> a coaching just, issue kidding. Kidding. no I, I hey man i uh we just melt down in the second half i can't explain it and one of the parents is like oh we're not a second half team i go you know what i think the girls just shouldn't even bring a ball next week it's gonna be all conditioning <laughs> and he laughed and i go i'm actually not sure i'm joking yeah i had them run laps they were they were being jackasses at practice last week and they had to run laps for five minutes that's a th- so yeah second grade know. right second grade, second grade. yeah okay. are you yeah it's um, frustrating and I know your your practice schedule is is Friday evenings very convenient as as we yeah. talked about last episode. That's just what you and the girls want, obviously. Yes. Um, have you ever considered smuggling in some hams to dull the pain during practice? I've had not this week, but I've definitely had a few beers before practice before, and it doesn't it doesn't help. Okay. It doesn't help. Yeah, yeah. That's. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. You know, the there's uh uh parents are there's gonna be more girls from our school here that are gonna sign up for the winter. They're like, Are you gonna coach this team? And I was like, Absolutely not. Why would you do this? Someone else is in charge because it yes. is not gonna be me. So no. No, uh, that sounds terrible. I don't know. I don't I don't know. I mean I've played basketball for years. I feel like I know how the game's played, but they're they have no interest in listening to listening to me they just want to complain about the color of their wristbands do either either of your other daughters play hoops too did you coach either of their okay no nope okay this is my first go at it they my oldest played for a little while uh but i didn't coach and she hated every second of it okay okay uh yeah i don't i don't know (laughs) <laughs> do, you, do you ever find yourself spending a lot of time at the uh by like the scorekeeper just like to have a conversation just to kind of like okay i found myself doing that last game like i was kind of burning clock we we're blowing them out but i still felt yeah. weird like i'm just not i'm not comfortable i'm just oh. I'm, I'm finding my way yeah the, no it's usually the uh assist uh, my there's two co my assistant coach and i we just crack jokes it's fine oh okay all right yeah it's not yeah I, i'm making it more dramatic than it probably actually <laughs> is but 
uh, <laughs> it frustrates the hell out of me. I love so, it. So, yeah. Oh, well, well. There's always this week. You can, you know. No, it's got to be a team worse there's than Thanksgiving. <laughs> I'm not. We're not playing this week, thank God. Yeah, we are, which is weird to me. We're practicing and playing. It's like, oh, what? Why weird. are we doing that? But I don't. I try to communicate with with my team's parents, my my players' parents, and like, hey, you know, let me know if you're going to be out of town because I'm going to be out of town. I'm like, we need an accurate head count yeah, right. just to see if like we need to forfeit. Basically, is what I'm what I'm trying to get at. And I'm convinced nobody's going to show, and I'm not going to be there. And yeah, Phil Senior is going to be mad at me. Uh oh, that's that's my that's my thought. Yeah, get it together, Naperville. Oop. Come on. Should I have yeah, said fine. where? What's that? Okay. Yeah, I think we already did. We're good. Okay. All right. All right. This has been. No, just kidding. Uh, real quick, Bulls. They got smoked tonight, but they're still pretty amazing. They're right? pretty can we, amazing. Can we say that? Yeah. I just got a. Someone sent me a video that there was a pretty good fire naggy chant at the Bulls game tonight. Mm. So. That's probably oh, a win man. in itself. So leaking to uh, other others. local sports wow. franchises. That's, That's bad. That's really bad. But yeah, Bulls get smoked tonight. I don't know what happened. There were only minus two tonight against the Pacers. I text a few. You were on it. I text mm-hmm. was like, "Is this a sucker bet?" Uh, yeah. I didn't actually take it. Thank God. I mean, that was stuff that had sucker bet written all over it. It clearly was. Uh, yeah, those are gonna happen. Those nights yeah. are going to happen, but they've been on they've been on fire. They're twelve and six now, I think, after this loss. Sounds still right. still at near the top of the table for the East. So, have you? Go Bulls. I know this is not hams and bread, but um, did you put a Billy Donovan um, Coach of the Year wager out there? No, did you? I I, I, did. I haven't even looked. I yeah. put one on Steve Kerr and one on Donovan. They were the top two, and they were still, I thought, pretty good value. Um, I don't know who else would even be. I think Spolkstra was up there as like the number three option. I feel like if the Bulls continue at this pace, I mean, if he doesn't win it, I feel like Kerr is going to win it, right? I don't know who yeah. else would be the guy. I don't know. The Milwaukee coach? Is that Budenholzer or whatever yeah, his name is? But I they don't know. like, I think they're going to like maybe they'll win it all again but i feel like they're kind of yeah. going to coast through the regular season hmm. i don't know kerr kerr is probably the winner it makes they're sense dominating yeah 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 yeah, yeah he's got fine. a bad back <laughs> he does well yeah. the, oh that may cost me later that may he's gonna be <laughs> out he's gonna miss the last month and a half well then give it to donovan i'd be fine with that yeah um yeah. okay anything else before we conclude this Super weird episode. No, I hope you have a good Thanksgiving, buddy. Where are you going? I don't even think I know. Yeah, I'm going to uh, the in-laws in South Carolina. Ooh, Gamecocks. Assuming, assuming uh, flights don't get canceled and such. We've already been, we already got delayed two hours for no reason, days ahead. Not a great start. Thanks nope. a lot, guys. But yeah, we'll see. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> Well, safe travels, buddy. Uh, Where are you going to be? Uh, at the in-laws okay. in western part of the state. Ooh. They got just turkeys everywhere. Brewing 
their own beer still? Nah, has done that uh, for a while, but there definitely nuts. will be beers consumed. Excellent. By the fistful. Ooh. Ooh. Hope you're going to wear your buckles during the Bears game. <laughs> We're going to turn on 97.7 and just smash beers. Oh, nothing better than having hams while listening to WFUK. Sponsored by Fred Beans. Come drive a Chevy Tahoe and get sucked off by Alf. That would be quite the experience. Uh, thank you, Dan. This has been lovely. I hope you have a very happy Thanksgiving. Zero dogs. Bye, everybody. Don't choose me. You sound amazing, Darren. Well, I'm fucking half cut, so it's a, it's a, it's a good Friday to be. <laughs> I also have a trout pond still going in my pants, apparently. Yeah. Thanks, Matt Nagy. <laughs> I'm a just island boy. I'm a just island boy. Ooh. I'm a get key going. You're gonna keep that gun. He dressed up like a clown for them with his face paint white and uh, the fuel's been shake. I'm glad you brought it up. Um, step number one, acquire the ball. <laughs> okay, so you received the ball. I like that.
Someday you will try to run up the score so high. I'll follow you into the dark. Our fans now cry. I'll peck in the stand so high. Our nerves and patience fried, waiting for a hint of a spark. If Maggie and Pace decide that they both are satisfied, few achievements known, but their careers have climbed. If there's no chance of scoring and the red zone stark, then I'll follow you into the dark. A big time school, the Buckeyes' old horseshoe. Fields got his rib cage bruised and pace waiting it back. Trade up for JF1 and get the fans off my back. If Nagy and Pace decide that they both are satisfied, few achievements known, but their careers have climbed. If there's no chance of scoring and the red zone stark, then I'll follow you into the dark. Survive. His playbook can't be revived. Can he even tie his own shoes? We're worn down. Nagy is a clown. There's little to cheer about. Cause we'll lose again soon. With the play calling buffoon. to